In a world where heresy blankets the airwaves, religious stuffed shirts suck the life out of Sunday morning, and prosperity teachers rob grandmothers of their pensions, three unassuming ministers endeavor to shine the light of biblical theology and put the fun back in fundamentalism. Broadcasting live from the Hall of Dogma... Brought to you this week by Bill Gates and Memphis. Welcome in to episode 98 of the Gospel Friends. I am Reverend Verbage. I am Chase Captain Crunchy Thompson. I am the General Emmanuel Marsh. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for what? And I am Narco Nick. Yes! Wow. I knew something funny. Wow. He's wow, back. thank you very much. <laughs> What'd you say? I knew something smelled funny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What is that familiar aroma? Hey, no <laughs> smoking inside. We're, We're good. No, no, it, I have been on the run. The man has been trying to keep me down. Um, after the passage of Lenny's Law here in our state that provided for the use of derivatives of cannabis to be used in medical procedures and my influential role in that happening uh-huh. um, i've had to go underground <laughs> well done and um so i finally you're in able to, yeah well you're done, test, testifying before congress <laughs> yeah something i don't know uh so what is lenny's law here uh, it is a law it was passed um back in april yeah that allowed for derivatives of cannabis to be used in the prevention of seizures so Passed twenty nine to three in the Senate and ninety five to four in the House. I really feel like this. Nothing I can say about that that's going to go well. Nope. I'm, I'm congratulating you at this point. Yeah, How about go. that? Okay. Uh, I, so, I really was instrumental, <clears throat> not at all. So. so we're all we have, the gang's all here. The gang is all here. Full so, house backfield. Yeah, we have uh, the general, narco, yep. Chase, and the Rev. Yeah. We also have plastic Chris Atwood. Mm-hmm. We have one arm Jesus. Uh, no, one arm, John, John the Baptist. Baptist. Not yeah. Jesus. Definitely whoa, not whoa. Jesus. At his point, <laughs> I mean, gracious. Definitely not Jesus. Well, one arm, John, John the Baptist. Yep. We have uh, the Rob Bell. Yep. Which is the one we ring when somebody gets too liberal. Somebody's too liberal. It's been silent with Nick gone, but I think we're going to be able to get a lot Jeez. of use out of it tonight. Oh, yeah. We have a couple of new additions. One, we have this red pig thing. What, what's the name of that? I think that's Razorback. Razor back. Yeah, Razor so uh, Brad from Arkansas brought that to us when he brought all the other Arkansas paraphernalia yes. up here uh, a few weeks, now, a few months ago now, I it's, guess. It's been a couple It's been a while months. when he, he visited us. So does that thing have a name? No. Is it like? I think it's just <laughs> just a pig. Ray B, the Razorback or it's, something like that? That's a mascot. It's just a pig. Hey, let's call it Houston. Houston. Yeah, you know, you know, for yeah, uh, yeah, Houston Nut. Mm. That sounds totally my favorite Arkansas coach. I liked Houston Nut. I actually was. A, oh, I actually I like Houston. Nutt. He, he stood he on the sideline and like, rubbed his shoulders the whole yeah. game. Yeah. Okay, it's either it's Houston or Bobby. We all want to. Do? <laughs> I think Brad's regretting all the swag he he gave you. All right, we'll go with Houston. There, Houston and. Uh, live for the first time in New the Hall edition? of Dogma studio, Martin Luther. <sighs> Martin Luther himself. That Chase, could you uh, – now, Martin Luther is made by – Playmobil. Playmobil. Yeah. Uh, now, it's got some writing here on his he's, – he's holding a, a bird feather. Well, it's, got, it's a sword. That's a quill. Quill. <laughs> quill. It's a sword, and he's got a little gold shield there, right? Uh, wow. Well, like it looks Captain like a bird Luther. feather in a book. 
What do you think is on that book? Very clearly, it's, it's his bookmark and a book. Oh, I see. What do you, it's what's a quill. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's wearing a cape. And he's reading. Hang on, I can read. Uh, your best. What, what is that? Life. Your <laughs> now. Oh, how about that? Oh, sorry. And it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's some Latin on there. It looks Emmanuel, like it's, it's the old uh, man general, Thompson is having to move his glasses. It's the, the general. German New Testament. Is it? That's what okay. I think it the is. Germ- the general picked this up for us. Where did you find the uh, Playmobil Martin Luther? The place where you find everything that you need in your life and Amazon. more. Amazon.com. Okay. And this episode, episode 98, than... is brought to you by Amazon.com. And I, I, oh, I wish we had Amazon as a sponsor. Me too. That would be awesome. We would, you know, wouldn't have taken a five-month break or whatever it was. <laughs> Probably not. Wow. Hey, and I'm fully supportive of Amazon because they have not uh, given in to any pressure about their bathrooms yet. <laughs> that's that's a good point. You can, you, can, you, can, you can shop at Amazon without fear of someone of the opposite sex being in the stall next to you. Yeah. That's unless, important. Unless you work there and then all bets are off because well, Amazon is super liberal. Are they? Yeah. Oh, and they're hard on their workers too. And I don't care if they're Still super liberal because – they give me low prices and two day shipping. They, yeah, I don't care what they do. They could be sacrificing kittens. <laughs> to, to, That's just because you don't like cats. To some, <laughs> to some foreign god, and I'd, I'd be like, eh. wow, <laughs> they're just <laughs> love my packages so, are getting here in two days. So daggum efficient. <laughs> That's kind of like me in the Starbucks. Just yeah. like yeah, I, I I know they're liberal and if efficiency is wrong, I don't want to be right. Let's just wow. I make good coffee. Nick, we're we're glad you're back, buddy. Now oh, glad I'm back. Last week, um, did Chase, you explain your stupid intro, or are we going to get to that in a minute? Oh no, I didn't. Bill Gates and the uh, Memphis. Memphis was the code name for Windows ninety eight. Oh, it, nice. Credit where credit is due. Credit Wikipedia for that one because there's no way you knew that. I'll stop I, I, no, I'm a look. I still have a Windows ninety eight PC at my house. I do as <laughs> do well. You really does it work? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hey, oh, we lost I Nick. A, uh, there, there he goes. I have so. a 98. Uh, <laughs> I really, it would I, be a little dodgy today. And okay. XP at that. I really so. don't, but I, I do agree. have – I am running I am running a PC with um, – uh, what, what was that? Emmy? Vista. Oh. Vista. I'm oh, running a PC Vista with Vista. horrible. Yeah, it's, it's bad. But it, it, was a, it was a gift from a friend. Friends. They were not your friend. If they no, well, they are. They, they gave, I took the PC, and our XP machine broke, and so we replaced it with the Vista wow. machine. Friends don't let friends. Exp- you guys make Windows it a kick out of this. One of my colleagues at work was looking for a legit 95 disc the other day because he was cleaning his apartment and found an original copy of Mist. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now that'd be did, nice. Did you guys see Boy. the article this week that, like, all of, the, great. All of the United States – like the nuclear weapons floppy the, are on floppy disk. Like the whole computer system is still one of that old. It's not going to get hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Just I guess that's one advantage. Like our all the nuclear codes, everything we need to launch a strike, it's running on floppy disks. Aren't that reliable? They, they they degrade over time. They like, do. That's, uh, that's, that's not that's not good. It's 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 terrible. By the way, my my career as an internet professional was started with uh, Front Page '98. Oh wow! Which came with well, you had to buy it separately, but um, that's where I I'm going to object to the premise that you were a, a internet professional if you use Front I thought Page. Thought you might, yeah. Thought you might. I had uh, I, I, I designed websites the very first, in Front Page '98 back in the day. Well, the very first Hall of Dogma that's website. Like saying somebody designed a magazine in Microsoft Word. Like, yeah, it's it's maybe worse. The very first Hall of Dogma church website was built in front page 
and the more and y'all never look back. That's, that's, that's the secret right. to your success, right? There that's you go. right. The more little animated gifts, the better. Oh, that's the key oh, to man. internet success. Is Those animated gifts were like an ADD nightmare. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little. Gift. But I will say this: we had sermons online. That's well, uh, that's that pretty hurts. impressive, isn't it? <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Hey, Nick, last week on episode 98, yes, the uh, Grand Return episode. Well, that would have been started. 97. This is 98. Also, I'm you- sorry. Last week on 97. <laughs> what's, what's, this week? Like, what's this week? What's this week? This week on this Left week is- Behind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last week on 97, uh, as we were starting to kind of get back in gear, Chase and I took just a couple of seconds to explain what's been going on. I think we did a really good job, don't you? Oh, dear. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, we, I took, we did I took excellent. 30 seconds plus... Uh, five minutes to explain nothing essentially about where we've been and then you took some time to explain where we're going that's right did nothing but except make rob halton cry and Mm. so nick which is not hard to do anyway but go ahead oh wow dang dang that was the general Um, send your correspondence to he doesn't give a darn anyway uh so nick just set that up as an email address for you would you like to uh you know give any insight into the audience about uh you know, I thought I cleared that. Maybe out. where you've been. Oh, okay. Never mind. It was uh, the whole cannabis thing. So that's that's oh. your story, and you're sticking to it. All right. Okay. Look, you can't talk just about checking. it because it's the case is not the first rule yet. about Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The way that Chase and I, um, let me just ask you this: you, oh, you and your wife are okay, right? Yes. Okay. I think the way that Chase and I talked about it last week. Like it, it's it may have left people wondering. It did sound like he was disqualified for ministry. Yeah, I, could, but I, I thought it was I, so I, good. What I, didn't, the heck? <laughs> I thought it was so good. I didn't say anything, but I was like, y'all sound. I think like at he, one point I just said he's. Was I accused he, of what he, y'all were conspiring about pre-show? Uh, no. What are you talking about? Okay. Nothing. Prayer and Move meditation on. of the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I think you right. were. I think I said something about you dealing with some personal issues or oh, something. Lord. But I don't know. I Legal started thinking matters. about it later. Is when people ever when anyone's. Anytime someone says they're dealing with personal issues, someone automatically thinks like affair. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're waiting to hear that they had an affair. Yeah. yeah. So you you have not. I have not. Okay, Do you good. still deny that you have had an affair? <laughs> Jeez. This is going well. Uh, I see what you did there. We have a sworn a no or a yes. Either one. <laughs> Late 2015, um, some unexpected medical issues cropped up with me, um, and it and it caused Lisa and I to both step back from varying commitments and just assess what was going on, what treatment was needed and what adjustments were needed. And it, one of those things that I stepped back from was the podcast, um, and, and podcasting overall. <laughs> well, well, you can't, you can't be found on any other podcast. That's right. right. <laughs> the, you are, you have an exclusive contract with us. And so <laughs> a non-complete, yeah. non-complete. Call That's how we explained it last week. You've taken a step back from podcasting and you know, things just got real. This is those, I appreciate Nick's sensitivity and so I I I participate in three different podcasts at at varying levels. Three, Um, three, three. The different Hall of Dogma Church podcast. Oh, oh, okay, I forgot about that one. There you go. (laughs) The Gospel Friends podcast and Hope for the Journey. Um, What's the Hall of Dogma podcast? Hall of Dogma Church. Do we do a podcast at the church? That's one. That one with the sermons from the eighties and (laughs) nineties. Okay. Oh, this is going so well. It's <laughs> not true. I'm pretty sure the sermons are from like January. I can't possibly. remember. When's the last time we were able to ha- sit down and have that conversation um, about the kind of media strategy for 
the church, Chase? Uh, 99. Okay, then. Nine, All right. 2000, <laughs> right around the turn of the millennium. Um, right around when uh, Windows, Windows 98 came out. That's this unknown popular. medical condition that popped up. Yes. It has nothing to do with it. No. That's a whole I don't even know how you I can apologize. make that correlation. Like, what you may want to edit that out. You may want to edit that out. You have to uh, send an apology letter to the Jenkins family. <laughs> you may want to edit that one out. Oh, look, I know you want to give you some. Lisa. It's not wrong. We love you, Nick. And to, we put joke, some We're joking music around right about a serious thing. The, no, we the, are. I'm just look. No. It's it's all it's all fun and games. Um, and just for just for a reference, the HOD Church does have a family bathroom for anyone who uh, does not feel comfortable using the male or the female bathroom. As a sitting area, ring the bell. No, they, family we bathroom. really do have a family bathroom. I know. It's right that's there. not liberal. That's Christ-like, uh, right? Oh, oh sorry. I didn't, didn't Jesus want people to use the bathroom that they feel comfortable with? Let's go. Let's go back mm. to Nick. Wow. Oh, I'm. You're look, done. It's our. We're so far past. We're glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. Are you going to be back next week? That's the plan. Lord then, willing. In the words of the wise words of Samuel. And then the episode 100. Uh, that's the plan. You know the episode I'm really curious about. 101. 101. It's going to be interesting. Are you going to be back for 101, Nicholas? That's an interesting question. Are you going to be back for 101, Chase? I I don't know how to answer that. On the advice of my attorney, I cannot comment on that as it is in pending litigation. What what if we just did episode 101 brought to you by Elevator Music and we played an hour of that? Oh, yes. And then the rest of the podcasts were just that. And people would just have to fill in the blank of what they yes. thought we said. And maybe some of those signal stations, you know, like the ones the spy use, spies use, we could record those, and they could be like 101 <laughs> through 200, and people would be like, what does this mean even? And then 201, we come back. Okay. I like your plan. What are we going to do for today? Well, the show's almost over. We've Nick, been going yeah, for like 45 minutes. We've been talking for Nick. quite a while now. We've got a few things to talk about. Yeah. Um, apparently, Jen Hatmaker made half the internet mad and half the internet happy. Okay, um, because going to talk about that because the internet He's a big Jen Hatmaker fan is, you know, well reasoned and well thought out all the time. Uh, we have a there, game today. There's a spelling competition, I believe. Yep. God right. help us all. Yep. The first um, ever Gospel Friends spelling bee. Who will hopefully win? the last? Um, should you discipline strangers' children? Yes. In a park, or should you allow strangers to discipline your children? And Emmanuel speed loading roulette. Um, yeah, we don't know what Emmanuel's doing. <laughs> article, he's got like, article TBD. He has four stories, and he's trying to pick which one he likes the best. Just see, he was. But if you would consult the document, earlier. you could clearly see that there's only three. I, there's, I, there's three. I haven't looked at a show doc since episode forty. Yeah, and it shows. <laughs> hey, I went. Back, I went back Zing. and listened to a couple of our old episodes the other day. I'm sorry, including the one with the Japanese chair. Uh, we were Dude, putting I'm out help you like a Japanese chair. That's it. We were putting out some Johnny high quality. He did that real time. High quality shows back then. Why haven't we had sound effects when you were editing the show? Because I, I don't know how to do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> a moment of honesty from one Chase Thompson. Chase, why don't you Just keeping it real? Won't you take us into something you do know about, and that's Jen Hatmaker. All right, Jen Hatmaker, uh, wife of Brandon, well-known internet. I think it's Brandon. I didn't look that up. Uh, <laughs> wait, did you just did, make that whoops. up? <laughs> did we need a transition? So, oh, hey, wait. Oh, time out. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the future, at the Hall of Dogma. Okay. All right, guys, this week, no, 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 on, no, as no, the Driscoll no, no, turns, no. Satan might cause <laughs> oh, no, sir. No, sir. anorexia. Okay, we've completely lost control of this show. You're not in the 
We're not actually doing So Nick's back and, and playing every sound, sound effect. effect. <laughs> Nick is playing every sound effect we have. He knew I, that's the thing. He knew I'd do it just for fun. Where's our Jen Hatmaker music? Do we have any Jen Hatmaker music? No. Okay. Well, I mean, that's the only other kind of weird. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's it. Well, as you can tell Go from ahead. the song, uh, our buddy. Um, oh, shoot. I forgot his nickname. What's his nickname? Why are there flames all over the room? He's not talking about you. He's talking about the guy that did the music. Jeff. Funky Stickman. Jeff. Funky Stickman. Oh, all yeah. Right. FSM. We're just out of practice. All right. So, Jen Hatmaker is a well known Christian blogger. Uh, her husband, Brandon, is a pastor. Um, Jen has, speaks at women's conferences, has written multiple best selling books, is followed by approximately 450 trillion women uh, and, and a, you know, a few million men. And they, and they feel the need to post every article she writes on Facebook. They do. They do indeed. She is a, she is a quite the social media champion. Um, I do not have, I'm going to say this up front, I, I do not have a very concrete uh, uh, take on Miss Hatmaker. I've not read her books. My wife is actually currently reading one of her books. And so her and I have had some uh, discussion back and forth. A lot of what uh, uh, Miss Hatmaker has written I, I've seen and I like. This article in particular caught my eye recently. It, it is from the end of April, uh, as David shows everybody a picture of Miss Hatmaker. I was just um, you. This is not a video cast. Okay, yeah, well. Uh, this this article in particular is it interesting. Chase is drunk. <laughs> It was it, it, when she wrote it. That's next week. It, it was very controversial, and and I, honestly, I think her article is a bit of a non-starter. It's it's a it's kind of a non-story because it's not a definitive statement on her stance on homosexuality. But I did want to read it and actually have us have a discussion of how should we treat the transgender issue in particular in the church how should we balance truth and love hmm. specifically here probably so not make jokes about it probably not and some and of you so, guys good job yeah so so let, let me read just a little bit uh, of what she's saying a, a hat maker posted this on facebook at the end of april she said she was speaking at event at the after the event um, a woman walked up to her and said, I've been waiting my entire life for someone in church to uh, say the words you said today and gave her a big hug. And the thing she said in church was this. She And I'm going to quote her. She said, one of the things I said was that it's high time for Christians opened wide their arms, wide their churches, wide their tables, wide their homes to the LGBT community. So great has our condemnation and exclusion been that gay Christian teens are seven times more likely to commit suicide. Now, that's a very controversial statement right yeah, there, by the way. Yeah, I was just about to jump all over that because I don't know that that's – and you and you probably should. I think it's a little bit slamming they're to say suicide because they're gay and they know they're not, they know they're not supposed to be. Okay, well, that's it, also controversial. That's also controversial. But but her statement is 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 without proof. But anyway, let, let me read a little bit more. And she says, "Nope, no, no, ma'am, not on my watch. No more." This is so far outside the gospel of Jesus that I don't even recognize its reflection. I can't, I won't, I refuse. So whatever the cost and loss, this is where I am. Gay teens, question mark. Gay adults, question mark. Mamas and daddies of precious gay bees, 
That's a new term for me. Oh, Gabies? Gabies. Uh-huh. Apparently, <laughs> gay young children is my guess. I, I don't know. Again, new term. I actually tried to look it up, and, and there's quite a bit of – it doesn't appear to be a standard standardized word. That's uh, good. Friends and beloved neighbors of very dear LGBT folks, here are my arms open wide, so wide that every last one of you can jump inside. You are so dear, so beloved, so precious and important. You matter so desperately, and your life is worthy and beautiful. There is nothing wrong with you, or in any case, nothing more right or wrong than any of us, which is to say, we are all hopelessly screwed up, but Jesus still loves us beyond all reason and lives to make us new, restored, and whole. Yea, for Jesus. Thank God he loves us. He is not embarrassed of any of us. I am not a scandal. You are not a scandal. We are not bringing down his brand. Anyway, my message to you today is simple. LGBT gang and those who love you, you are loved and special and wanted and needed. The end. So I guess let's let's respond to that. You are special one. Uh, By the way, Gaby, have to set a timer when everybody's response on this. Gaby is not, not a, bad a idea. term people are using to describe um, when a homosexual couple adopts. Okay. That is one of the definitions I saw. I actually saw a couple of others as well. So That's good, because I thought that meant when the gay person has rabies. So that clears that up for me. Hmm. Another potential definition. Um, and All right, David, another, why don't we start with you? Another time where Emmanuel has made us uncomfortable the killer bees <laughs> well that was what i got when i googled gaby nice that is an uncomfortable picture <laughs> oh, right there oh no 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 <laughs> that should be what we use for our uh our no. <laughs> I, I, I mean I'm, I'm just i'm not i'm just reporting the news i i, I googled gaby to find out what it was and in a picture of the former was, wrestling tag team the killer bees came up I, that's appropriate I, for our I, show i was afraid to, to google it uh, okay um all right, David, you get the first crack. No, I don't want to go first. Somebody else go first. That is over to you, Mr. Jenkins. I think she creates – She's there's a little bit of a misnomer when she says Christian LGBT folks. Um, I, I understand the premise that she's trying to put out there. Um, it's one I've actually kind of subscribed to in a lot of ways is that for someone who wants to come to our church who is homosexual, LGBT – transgender any of those things come on you're welcome come in the door participate you know in, engage in activities but at the point where you begin to identify yourself as a christian just like i would with any other brother or sister who is active in, in a in something that the bible calls sin we're going to have to begin to talk about that sinful activity um but to the person coming off the street that you know comes to our food pantry and needs food or would come to one of our activities um, to participate, I, I have no problem with that sentiment towards them. But it's when you begin to self-identify as a Christian and then, you know, quote-unquote, only God can judge me for this thing that I am blatantly living in that the Bible calls sin, that's when I, ha- I go, hold on, let's stop. we we got to have a conversation. And so she seems to be welcoming blatant sin um and saying you're you're still welcome and and again i understand that you know if if people want if if people want to fight sin the only way they're going to do that is through a relationship with jesus that we as christians should help facilitate that does not seem to be what she is calling folks to and that's where i have i i take issue with her her sentiments there okay over to you emmanuel 
I think that I reject the premise. So people, when she says that, you know, the, the Christians need to embrace these people, she's assuming that Christians don't embrace these people. And I don't, I don't know that that's true. Like, now I realize that it's anecdotal and I can't speak for every Christian everywhere. But I don't know any Christians who care what LBGTQIA <laughs> people are doing. I think Christians have a problem with policy. You know, um, that's what most Christians that I know have a problem with. They don't really care what you're doing in your bedrooms. They don't care. They care more about when what you're doing is becoming policy at, at their schools or in public places and that kind of thing. So I, I kind of reject that Christians aren't open to um, the L, LGBTQIA um, community. So I reject that that whole notion. Um that they're we're not embracing them, and two, I don't know what 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 does she want people to do? What does embracing look like? Yeah, that was that's 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 one of my prime questions. Is I I don't when she says one things uh, one things I said was that it was high time Christians open wide their arms, open their churches, yeah, wide their tables, wide their homes to the LGBT community. Well, I don't. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't I don't know, know that, that there's means. churches that are barring LGBT people from attending. Um, I mean, I know of no church that, you know, I'm not I'm I'm not aware of a church that stops people at the door and does like a a check a check. You Let know, see, hey, birth certificate and yeah, a baby picture. Yeah, where are right you? Now. You know, where, I mean, you know, for any sin issue. Um, so, but. You know, that's always the question for me. Does open wide the church mean, hey, if you are a, you know, if, if you're uh, struggling with homosexuality, you know, we we welcome you here and we welcome you to, to come and, you know, you're trying to move away from that lifestyle and, and we welcome you? Or does it mean if you are homosexual and you embrace that lifestyle – we want you as a church to embrace it as well and say that it's okay. I mean, I, yeah. I, what does that mean? Yeah. I, I, Do you want us to co-sign <laughs> your sin? Yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what embrace means. Um, and I don't know that we're not embracing you know, that. That's and there. And I, and I do know that you can find examples of Christians acting uh, in an unchristian manner. Um, You've seen some of that at, at Target with Christians shouting things at at people, and we called that out. Yeah, last um, week. Although I'm okay with like street preaching at Target, I'm okay with that. But preach the gospel. Um, <laughs> and I would also say that I don't I don't like her lumping in. I don't you know first of all, I don't believe that the Bible teaches that all sins are equal. Um, it teaches we're all sinners, and I don't I don't know. And she's saying, well, you know, you, you got to realize that you're a sinner, too. I, yeah, I am a sinner, but I still have all the plumbing that God gave me. Um, the Bible clearly states in 1 Corinthians 6, Paul says that sexual sins are worse because they're committed with your body. Mm-hmm. So they're worse than other sins because other sins you have to use something else. But he says that sexual sins are sins because that you use your own body to sin with. And those are a, a different category. I'll say that. Um, 
because uh, because of the the weight the what's used to to do them um as opposed to uh drinking too much or something like that um so I kind of reject that too and but I understand her sentiment I don't have a problem with her sentiment I think I have a problem with her the way she worded it, because I'm not even sure that she wanted to word it that way. She may have. Um, I, I'm not a. I read some of her stuff. Um, I don't read as much as Chase's wife does. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I mean, this is a. She's had plenty of opportunity to edit the post, so I, I imagine it is as it stands today what she intends it to be uh, over a month after she wrote it. But again, I, I, you know, so like reading the post, I'm going back to again. I I don't know what she is advocating for there's there's yes, there's it's, a, there's, it's, it's, it's missing clarity yeah for me and that's uh i don't know if that's she's being uh purposefully vague or if it's you know i mean because she's a i mean she makes her living as a communicator so i, I there's part of me that thinks she knows that she's not being clear but she seems to you know there there's a she mentions the the gay Christian teens are seven times more likely to commit suicide. Well, well, again, what does gay Christian teen mean? I, I don't, I don't know what that means. Is yeah, that is that a, is that a person who's living as a homosexual who identifies himself as a Christian? You know, is that a? Are you talking about a Christian who is struggling with homosexuality, but they're trying to not live into it? I don't know. Or are you talking about a gay means. kid who was forced to go to youth group uh, because <laughs> they're in a church? Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know what that means. I mean, none of us would. Yeah. No, we don't want anyone. Um, I agree with the premise. And the implication is that Christians are causing gay. I'm doing air quotes for the fellows who are not in the room with us. Gay teens <laughs> to commit suicide. No, gay people just commit suicide at a higher rate. Doesn't really matter what religion they are. And um, by the way, just just so it's not necessarily that you're just throwing that out. I, I'm not that. that I, I, I will say there there was a study done in uh, Sweden in 2011. Sweden, of all the countries in the world, is one of the most LGBT. Uh, Etc. Affirming countries there are, and the study was of of transgendered people. Uh, I think ten or fifteen years post op. Mm-hmm. So in other words, a long time afterward, in a country that's extremely progressive and extremely affirming of sex change operations, transgender, lesbian people, uh, homosexual in particular, and the suicide rate for 10-year post-operative transgendered people in a welcoming and affirming society was approximately 20 times higher than the norm. Mm -hmm. And this was not because of Christians. This was not because of political condemnation or conservatism or anything like that. You have to say that whatever is at the root of transgenderism, which which most psychologists would say would be something like gender dysphoria, Mm -hmm. Christians maybe have a different opinion, whatever is at the root of it is so intensely destructive that even 10 years post-operation, one of the most radical treatments there is, that you still have a 20-time suicide rate in a country that is as affirming as any country in the world. Yeah, and the that's reason astounding. is because the operation doesn't fix what they think is going to fix. Correct. And that's... Mm-hmm. Um, Scientifically correct. Yeah, because they still have the same mental issues. Which isn't that sin in general? I mean, you think of the, I think of the addict. I think of yeah. the overeater. Anything you are trying to fix something that cannot be fixed with the mechanism you are using, and 
Good and the point. fix isn't in that case acceptance. It's, no, that's not. It's not identifying as none you of identify because yeah. yeah. the, the the only hope any of us have is in Christ. And until yeah. we we find ourselves in in the way that we can see ourselves the way Christ sees us by looking to Him, submitting our life to Him, we're, there's not going to be peace. And none of us would want to see someone in that situation committing suicide. By I mean, no and, we, means. and we would we beg them to not do that. And it's and. You know, when she says here, you know, I just think it's a my arms open wide. Yeah, uh, you are so dear, so beloved, so precious and important. You matter so desperately. Your wife is worth. Your life is worthy and beautiful. I, I don't argue with any of None that. None of us would disagree. And, with the and I mean, I do believe there is an inherent value for all people. They're created in the image of God, and and I I believe that we can tell people who of of any walk of life and whether they're getting an identification from their sexuality and they call themselves LGBT or whatever issue they may be struggling with. What about, you, what about Alabama fans? Can you tell Alabama fans? I think, I think even, even mm. that, I believe Alabama fans are it's a hard sell. Like that it, is, that's it, radical grace right there. Important. Yeah, that is radical just, grace. <laughs> um, but, oh, you just threw a cookie that your daughter I, I would just like to point out that ate half of it. Two Alabama really fans, two Auburn fans, and the logo we had at the, have at the table is a Razorback. I'm just curious. Houston, somewhere somewhere Houston, Brad Melton is smiling. Houston, the Razorback. <laughs> he's, he's doing his best villain face. <laughs> but now, exactly. he, here is what, here's what she says next. Okay, so I agree with that first part. You, you can say that to someone, mm. absolutely. And if, and, if, and if you say your church should affirm that, and that's what it means to be accepting— my church would affirm that to someone struggling with or in that lifestyle. You are beloved and precious and important Amen. and worthy and beautiful. And wrong. Here's the next part. <laughs> here's the next part. There's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, that's okay. out it. Now, let me, let me, here's my inner Calvinist coming out. No, you're, <laughs> you're morally depraved and separated from God yeah. by, by sin. Now, that's, that's said to every person from every walk of life yeah. who doesn't know Jesus, whether you're LGBT or whatever. What she could have said there that I don't think any of us would have pushed back on is there's nothing more wrong with you than wrong with anyone. No, she tries us. to say that in the next two then say sentences. It. Okay, there's nothing. <laughs> let me read the whole thing. There's nothing wrong with you, <laughs> or in any case, it. nothing more right or wrong than any of us, which is and say we're all hopelessly it. screwed up, but Jesus still loves us beyond all reason and lives to make us all new. And I'd, all I'd, new, I'd restored, with Jesus and whole. loves us all too, but that's that's a whole other issue about. Now that's your inner Calvinist coming out. But. Yes, it is. It's, okay, so <laughs> it's coming out of the closet. This is why we can't have a nice Sorry. thing. Sorry, but okay. So she does say, but Jesus still loves us beyond all reason and lives to make us all new, restored, and whole. I, I agree with that for those who turn to him. Yay for Jesus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> little, little, she put that in there. Little, I didn't say little, that. Little she put small, that in there. Uh, Universalism streak in there a little mm. bit. Huh? She did put yay for Jesus. In she there. did put yay for Jesus. It sounds like you were being sarcastic. I wasn't. No, okay. she she had I'm reading what she put. So um if if it is if if accepting homosexuals in your church, accepting LGBT folks means saying to them you matter, your life is worthy and beautiful. Um there's nothing more wrong with you than is with us. Jesus lives to make us new so seek him so he can make you new then i agree with that that's the gospel but i don't you know so if that's the totality of what she means and what she's saying 
then I would agree with that. But I just think the problem there is there's not clarity. And, and that's yeah. that's the thing, because she, she keeps pointing back to, um, you know, that she wants the church to live as Jesus lived um, and to, to, to do as, as Jesus did. Um, she says rejecting homosexualities. Uh, objection, <laughs> rejecting homosexuals is so off outside the gospel of Jesus that I don't recognize this reflection. Well, Chase, Jesus uh, ate with tax collectors. He went to their he homes. Did. He sat at their tables. He had meals with them. I would say if, if, if you're a Christian and you would not be willing to sit across a table and have a meal with someone who is homosexual because you have a, a hatred for them because of of their sin, I do think that's outside the reflection of Jesus. I I believe that Jesus ate with sinners and loved them. them. But I also believe Jesus was clear about their sin and their need for God. And He spoke the truth with love. He spoke the truth with love. And that's what is missing in some of these posts where we, we're trying to correct what we believe the church has done wrong, and yeah. and there's a like, there's like an overcorrection to where we go too far, and and we don't we're not clear on truth. We, there, there's no clarity on truth, and and so it leaves this vagueness of what do you mean when you say accept people into the church? Yeah, Jesus ultimately doesn't make us more comfortable with our sin; he makes us less comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It, it's going and so to... any sinner who's a part of a church or walks into a church um, should feel less comfortable with their sin when yeah. they're in a church service. Um, if you go to a church and you feel more comfortable with your sin than when you came in, they're doing it wrong. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you guys see? I'm sorry. Did y'all see the Babylonian bee? Is that the name of that? Yeah. Did y'all see where where? Uh, due to a scheduling error, Paul Washer ended up teaching at uh, Lakewood, Lakewood Church, Church yeah. where Joel Osteen was. Hundred, hundreds one. died. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, that would cause Sorry. quite a quite a stir for that to happen. Sorry. I'd love to see it. I like Joel Osteen. So. I'd love that video. I like Joel Osteen as well. Probably right. more than Jen Hatmaker at this point. But. <laughs> wow. Let me. Uh, let Although me. they're very similar on. on in this the particular issue. nature of God. I like him as a brother. So let me react, to it, and I think we probably need to move on. I we've talked a lot about the the issue of homosexuality on, during the two year run. Uh, actually, it'll be two years in a couple of weeks. By the way, guys, wow. in case you didn't know, uh, or it may already be two. It's right at two years. But during the run of the show, we've talked a lot about this issue, and and I think our stance has from the beginning been that. There are a lot of Christians that have treated homosexuality in its various forms as super sins, and they have been prejudicial and mocking, and there's no place for that. Um, We should be part of churches that welcome sinners and love them and speak the truth and love to them. But but here's the thing. Here's the here's the danger. And and, and you can try a thought experiment and I, if if Jen were here and we were talking, I would say, "Jen, would you write the same article for people who were engaging in premarital sex?" For instance, you have teenage daughters. If your daughter was engaging in sex right Don't now, Don't make it personal to her now. No, I'm just I'm just that's a thought <laughs> I know, experiment. I, I know. If your daughter and her friends were engaging in premarital sex, would you write the same welcoming article? 
Because the Bible, and I agree with you, Emmanuel, there's different sin, levels of sin that the Bible talks about. Uh, a lot of people said, say God sees all sin as equal. Those people have not read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bible does talk about most sexual sin in the same terms, and and so premarital Premarital sex uh, would be, I think, in the same ballpark as as the Bible talks about homosexuality. Mm -hmm. And you could make the case that the Bible talks much stronger about homosexual sex acts than it does premarital sex. What about adultery, sex outside of marriage? Would you write this same article to men who are cheating on their wives, to women who are cheating on their husbands, and saying, hey, no more, no more condemnation for you. I want you to come sit in my great big wide open arms where you will be welcomed and loved. And I think Hatmaker would write a different article to men cheating on their wives, a different article to teenagers engaging in sex. She would love on them, which is appropriate and good, but she would also call them to repentance. That's my guess. Even if she wouldn't, that's how the article should be read, uh, written. It, it, it should be welcoming while calling people to repentance, and that's what's missing from this article unnecessarily, dangerously. So Chase, you were mentioning in that last segment, um, and it wasn't a good time since we were being all serious, but Mm. about two years ago, um, we were recording this on May 29th, 2016, and depending what you consider the first episode of the show, the pilot was released on May 29th of 2014. How about that? Which pilot? That's... (laughs) Here's the question. Are are we... I mean... Pilot number one or number two? If we were to to stop at 100, are we stopping four shows too short? Wait no, well, because there's 52 shows in a year. Remember, we took we took about uh, 40 something days off. (laughs) I was just talking about should it be 100 episodes or 104 episodes? I I know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, you know, 104 signifies two years. Well, we made it two years. Today is two years, according to historian Nick. Which one is that? Gospelfriends.com. Which one is that? The pilot. Welcome pilot. to the Hall of Dogma. What, what, you know the one where what we was before the pilot? Totally were superheroes Episode and all that? zero. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do. The one that and, some... And, and actually, the, the trivia behind that is that was going to be episode one. You thought we were too corny, and you wanted to redo it. I, I, I had forgotten You thought that. we were too over the top with that. That is true. Confession. Superheroes. Well, no, we did I've one that was legitimately a beta. <laughs> it, it's quite a bit of a different show if you've never listened to it. We made a real big deal about nobody knowing where we were and not letting people know our real names. And a it was real a, big deal. It was a, it was a well, real the, big deal. The, the first one that's not actually officially published, but if you think about it for a second, you can find it. That one was truly like a test. Let's see if this thing is doable yeah. or not. Yeah, that's no, true. Literally, we, just record, we were just we something. were just trying to do like a studio setup and you went, yeah. "Hey guys, let's let's just let's just see how this yeah. works." And you hit record and we did and it's out there for people if they can find it, if right? You, yeah, it's you just have to you have have to have a little uh, You have to have a little bit of internet. I wonder if Rob Halton's found that one. Probably. I don't think Rob with his web. Not not unless you put it in the bathroom. That's <laughs> most of his time. Dang. By the way, an Argentine uh, named Nacho23 tweeted us this, this past week and said... Nacho23. Yeah, well, it is two A's. I really nacho. could go for some nachos right now. I, mm. I could, too. And he asked the question, which episode... I want to start listening to the show. Which episode should I start with? <laughs> and I pointed him to the pilot in episode one. And a few wow. other wow. smattering. Why well, do that? I said Did 97 was pretty good. 
But yeah, so you, if your you choices really were go back, zero or ninety-seven. That's a man who can't remember anything we did in between. No, no, that's not true. These were my choices. Or you know, Google on the uh, website. Episode one and the pilot are rough, but set the stage. Ninety-seven is a pretty good recent one. Also, other good options. <laughs> this is two tweets: nine, sixteen, seventeen, twenty-two, or thirty-three. Okay, good job. I went back and did you just the archives. did you just no, throw some numbers I out? I actually looked and to see. Well, hey, these are some classics. We do I have to have miss a Japanese conversation chair, about your. I, I want to hug you like a Japanese chair is a. No, that's what I, 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 I listened to this week. I should have. That's what I listened to this week. That's a classic good episode. That's where I was doing like four stories for what were you thinking? Oh, back do you, when I do you remember your out. quote? Oh no. crikey, that's not a pretty woman. Do you remember oh, that? Yes, I do. No. Was that from that episode? That's from episode before. Wow. Hey, I tell you what time it is right now, Nick. Do you know what time it is? Oh, I do know what time it is. It's almost time to wrap up the show. I got a soccer game to get to. <laughs> no. Oh, sorry. That was last week. All right. It is time to play the game. This week we are. Whoa, whoa, where's the sound effect? Do we have a like a. I was just being ADD. Go ahead. We, we, had to, our uh, we had to unplug the sound effect board because it was. Oh, sorry. I was just you know that's for liberal. That's look. for liberal. That's not for clueless. Maybe <laughs> we don't have a clueless bell. Could try to rip my arm off. Okay. Can I throw Houston at him? We are. We're gonna have the first ever gospel friend spelling bee, brought to oh, you by boy. Google Trends, who just released the number one misspelled word per state in the. United States, or as the uh, UK newspaper put it, in each U.S. region. I don't know why the world. Yeah, I don't know. Nice. We're I mean, parishes over here, Brits. Keep, keep up with. <laughs> oh, wait. Keep up with mm. your rebellious child. Okay, so we're going to. Uh, you guys are going to have an opportunity to s- try to spell some of these um, most popular misspelled words. So, uh, Nick. As this is your first episode back. Spell check is ruined in my hey, ability. Put your, See, put that's your stuff, me. Put your stuff back. Okay, here we go. This, this is Four states bad. in the union that cannot spell this word very well. Don't. No Google. <laughs> All right, here we go. Ready? Desert. Desert. D-E-S-S-E-R-T. Uh, just like California and Idaho and I Illinois dessert, and, I, yeah. uh, and Massachusetts, believe you spelled dessert. See, that's it's a common one anyway. It is. I would have got, gotten that one right. I did know that one. Good job. Okay, we're going to continue on a manual to you. Are you, um, are you did you pick on me because I'm the fat guy of the group? <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't even cross my mind. You're going to get... tolerate no <laughs> body shaming on this episode. <laughs> All of you that struggle with body shaming issues, you come get in my wide open arms and I will. (laughs) Sorry. What just happened? (laughs) And he will try to get them around you. I was was trying to be Jen Hatmaker. They're going to have to be. They're going to have to to embrace. They're going to have to be very wide open. But nevertheless, you guys are being mean. (laughs) Gracious. Um, So does your wife know that you want to (laughs) hug random people? Yes. Okay. She heard the manual. She heard the message last week about you know. Hold this is this stuff. is a difficult word for some of the New England states. Um, four states struggle with this word. Let's Freedom. see how you do. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Canceled. C A N C E L E D. Say it again. 
C-A-N-C-E-L-E-D. That is incorrect. It has a double L? It has a double, double L. L. Wow. Are you sure? Yeah, well, according now, to Google. I will say <laughs> I will say this. A lot of those double L words or yep. double letters, it they're both usually correct, by the way. Okay, well depending uh, on what we're for the official hey, ring the liberal own. bell, <laughs> Mr. Both usually correct. Wow. For the For instance, you can spell counsel with way two L okay. or one L. For the those for are, the gospel friend spelling bee, we're going with the Google uh, correction. Chase, you have when a chance Google to been right about anything, by the Chase, way. you have a chance to take the lead. You get a, <laughs> a little your bit phone easier. operating system. Only three states <laughs> in the union cannot spell this word very awesome. well. Let's see if see, you can do better play than favorite. Let's see if you can do better than Missouri. Uh, or Oregon or some other state I can't find on here. Uh, let's <laughs> see how, random state. Let's, let's see how you do with pneumonia. Pneumonia. Okay, that's not fair. This is awesome, right in my <laughs> that's, actually, that's, that's an easy word. <laughs> You're asking well, the yeah, you're medical asking paranoia the guy. You're asking the guy who spell... spends more time on WebMD than anyone else. That's an easy word. N a u m o n i a. That is correct. Chase takes Boom. the lead in the first <laughs> gospel hey, hey, friend spelling. Ask me how to spell theme. asthma. I don't know how to spell that one. <laughs> Nick, by the way, that is a hard. By the way, uh, my Microsoft Word document says that one L is also correct. It That's because you right clicked it and said add the dictionary. <laughs> I never added Microsoft dictionary. versus it, Google. Unless it's a, a big theology word. Microsoft versus sorry. Google. Nick, round two here. You are uh, also getting a, th- a, a three state word. Okay. Um, let's see if you can do better than um, your mom. Maine. <laughs> and I'm not sure what some of these other states are. This one may be Montana. Vacuum. Vacuum. Mm. I guess the easy one. V-A-C-U-U-M. V-A-C. One C, two U's. That is correct. You are on the board, Nick. You are on the board. This game is rigged. Emmanuel, back to you. (laughs) Only two states have a problem with this word, and that would include Arizona and also maybe Vermont. Diarrhea. (laughs) Uh, D-I-A-R-H-E-A. D-I-A-R-H-E-A. Okay, I'm not sure if you did it right the first time, but you got it right the second time. So, yes, diarrhea. It's got two R's. Two R's in diarrhea. Yeah, two R's in diarrhea. (laughs) That's an old mean mind. Move on. I learned on grade school. Here we go with, uh, I believe this is Nevada. Struggles with this word. N-E-V-E-D. No, that's not the word. Dang. Also, Arkansas. And you spelled it wrong. Also, Arkansas. (laughs) dang. Arkansas leprechaun, leprechaun. Oh geez. Okay, let's see. It's, it's the L E P E. Oh shoot. R leprechaun. I missed it already. Yeah. L E P R E C H U A N. Yep. Wow. All tied okay. up, one apiece after yes. two rounds. Do a do a few more of these. Okay, we're to the. I don't know. We're still on some two state words here. Back to you, Nick. Um, I think this one's uh, not really sure why we got two states struggling with this. But anyway, beautiful, beautiful. B e a u t i f u l. That is correct. Although I may need to dock you. Uh, it's the you that half a point for missing the opportunity to just spell your wife's name and oh, dear God. get some Sorry, brownie Lisa. points if she ever actually. Watch, listen to the show. That's why I wasn't worried about it when she doesn't. All right, uh, Emmanuel, this is also a two-state word. Let's see if you can do better than people in Louisiana who can't spell definitely. It's gonna, it's gonna come down to whether there's an e there or not. I don't know how to spell this word on a routine basis. Well, it's D E F 
it's actually one that I misspelled all the time and get yep. corrected for in spell check. Me too. D E F I N I T E L Y. That is correct, according to Google. Good I job. Miss I miss it all the time. I miss that one. Chase, this is another two state word. Let's see if you can do better than the people in Kentucky who cannot spell maintenance. Oh, dear. Seriously, you got to be smarter than Kevin. I know that one. <laughs> M A I N T E N A N C E. That is correct. Good, good yes. job. People want to spell maintenance. They do, it's yes. It's that E that trips them up. Also, whatever state's above Missouri can't spell that word either. The state that it's above Missouri is Florida. Is Florida. No. I am a geography <laughs> expert. I think that's incorrect. All right, let's, uh, let's, here's some one state. We're to the one state words now. Um, uh, Nick, no reason to give you this one. Ornery. He said ornery. That one's ornery. hard. <laughs> I did say ornery, Nick. Yeah, ornery. That one's hard because you don't see it spelled a lot. So Oregon. Oregon has – no, not Oregon. Um, what's that state, Chase? Is that, uh, this is a little geography bee as well. Your, your <laughs> fingers, it's the one above – I can't read the letters. Um, no. It, it, Colorado, isn't it? Okay, Colorado. No, I don't know what state that is. It's next to Idaho, below Montana. Anyway, Nick, can you spell the word? O R N E R Y. Correct. You 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 are better than the people in Wyoming. The blue state is not Wyoming. The yellow. I'm pointing to the yellow. Colorado. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Emmanuel. Let's see. Uh, Let's just move to Alabama. Tongue. (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that we can't spell. Tongue. That's the number one misspelled word in Alabama, tongue. T-O-N-G-U-E. That, that is correct. Good job, Chase. Let's uh, let's see how you handle this word that South Carolina can't, convenience. Uh, C-O-N-V-E-N-I-E-N-C-E. That is correct. Why, does, why is that hard? Good job. All right, so after four rounds, we're going to do one last final round. We, we are, we're tied up 3-3. Three, three. Everybody... There's no separation here. Uh, Nick, let's see if um, if you can stay in the game. We're down to uh, one state words here. Croissant. Croissant. Uh, Nick? C-R-O-I-S-S-A-N-T. That is correct. You are remaining in the game. I may remember I had to have written it down and seen it, but yes. Yeah, I would have missed that one. I think I would have put that I in the wrong place. Uh, this isn't going to be a problem for you, Emmanuel, but I really feel like we need to do this for... Um, it might be. You never know. Uh, we need to do this for uh, good old... I misspelled squirrel in a sixth grade spelling bee once. <laughs> That's a hard word. Never forgot it. Good old uh, Tony Vance. Um, giraffe. Giraffe. People in West Virginia cannot spell the most misspelled word in Virginia is giraffe. Well, I know it's G I R A F F. I don't know if there's an E on the end. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say E. That is correct. There is an E on the end. Last word in the round. Chase. Uh, essentially, this is just. It, this is either gonna end in a three-way tie, or, or I'm gonna lose. Or you're gonna lose. By the way, people in West Virginia also can't spell football victory. <laughs> Oh, I, Nick, I need I need some help on this. So I'm going to ask you to Google this word to make sure we spell it correctly because my phone died. Uh, Chase, um, this is the number one misspelled word in Massachusetts. Ready? 
Okay. Massachusetts. Oh, boy. <laughs> Is it really the number one? It's the number one misspelled word in That's Massachusetts. That's rough without writing it down. Well, it's M-A-S-S-A-C-H-U-S-S-E-T-S. I think you put too, did you put too many S's there? And not enough T's. Yeah, he missed a T on the missed a T. You flipped the S's and the T's. So it's we did not have a M-A-S-S-A-C-H-U-S-E-T-T-S. We do not have a winner. We have a loser. Chase loses the first ever Gospel Friends spelling bee. Like all the people in Massachusetts, he can't spell Massachusetts. Well, I'm not too ashamed. That's not an easy word. And so, Chase, you... Uh, Emmanuel, Emmanuel and Nick, <laughs> you have to take home Houston the Razorback and wear him all night. Yes. Okay. You have to sleep in him, take a shower in him. That sounds a little sketchy. Yeah. I was thinking of saying, yeah, we're <laughs> gone. we've gone too far. Yeah. I'm just saying you have to wear the, it's a hat. Houston the Razorback is a hat. I'm saying you've got oh, to okay. wear him. He's a hat. He does For 24 like hours. He is a hat. And he's a very, plastic un- no, he is a very uncomfortable hat. Put that, hat. put him hurts. on. Hurts. Hurts. No, it hurts. does. No, you got to take your headphones off and, and I wouldn't try on. then. He's a puppet. He hurts. All right. So, guys. Please put him on, David. How about let's transition to this next segment using yeah. some real whatever you say, David. Uh, can you play my uh, transition? Sure. Oh, you can't play it. You you unplug the transition. I mean, music. I can edit it. Well, how about you? How about I just do it live? Let's do it live. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Dogma, we forgot the. <laughs> oh, That's <man>. terrible. <laughs> go ahead, do it again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Hall of Dogma. It's still terrible. <laughs> All right. Okay. So a my, slight improvement. My phone died, and so I had the story that I was going to do on my phone, but I think I can do it from memory. Okay. But I don't have the details. You don't have a, a, an iPad or a laptop? I just brought my phone. phone I just brought my phone. What is it, 1980? I just, and I don't even have, char- I don't have a charger or anything. And you got a little some of that lined, what is that lined flat That's stuff paper. in front of That's paper. paper. I okay, so I read that. a story okay. this week that I don't have a clue where this was because it was in the story that I'd my phone died and I can't look at it. But okay. he, let, let me You're really let me give stuck you, on this whole. Phone let me give you the thing. the synopsis of what happened. You have a you have a, a a mom who goes to the park with her two children and a family friend. We've all done that. We take our kids to the park and maybe a friend. Uh, and so while she's at the park, the family friend gets injured on one side of the park, and she has to go see about that family friend who is injured. Meanwhile, her son. There's a younger lad um, breaks some type of playground rule. He gets in line in front of somebody for the monkey bars or goes to jump on the teeter totter and wasn't his turn or something like that. Another mom at the park, unrelated to this mom who brought the the small lad to the park, unrelated to him. Keep saying lad. They don't they don't know each other. That mom took it upon herself to discipline said lad okay she gets on him and apparently doesn't just say like hey small child don't don't do that but like it's it's his name was bobby bobby okay so she tells bobby bobby (laughs) bobby (laughs) she she jumps on bobby and uh and disciplines and so the mom goes home and writes a fake book post okay and she starts off saying and she addresses it to the mom that she doesn't know she doesn't 
didn't get to talk to the mom, anything like that. So this isn't one of those you go home and you write a Facebook post to the mom who was at the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she says to the mom at the park, I, I know what you may say. I should have been there to take care of my child. But at the time, I was on the other side of the park taking care of family friend who had got hurt. But the fact that I wasn't there, does that give you the right to discipline my child? Does that give you the right to speak to my child and tell them what they're doing wrong? Does that give you the right to be the mom in that situation when I wasn't there? Um, yes, absolutely. Yes. It does give you the right. I was expecting the answer no. Yeah, well, I think that's how she wrote that. Uh, so she says, goes on to praise the mom, saying, I am thankful that you pray you know that you disciplined my child and and you stepped in when i couldn't be there and i'm proud of you for that and the facebook post went viral 317,000 likes and shares um and and most of the comments a lot of the comments positive one of them that really stood out to me was a mom who came on there and, and she applauded her and said yes i was afraid this was going to go like most posts in this situation would go where we're downing the mom who stepped in uh but in I, i'm very proud of you for writing this post and she ended it saying it takes a village to raise a child (laughs) that's channeling uh presidential candidate hillary Hillary clinton Clinton, yes so it it just uh we're not gonna have a long discussion on this but um i think we've we've kind of approached this topic before uh way back when but um we've all probably dealt everybody except emmanuel i imagine have dealt with either Someone disciplining our children. Now, Emmanuel, I don't imagine his little girl has done anything yet to need the discipline of another. Are you not saying a she's a sinner? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she is. Oh, are you saying Emmanuel's I think daughter's was, a sinner? Yeah, I think she was born a sinner, oh. and she needs Jesus. But you know, she's just not to that age yet. Where you know, look at that age. Even when our kids sin, people think it's cute. Like that's I don't think it's cute. I well, just, I just okay. her all the time. <laughs> Most people think it's cute. I give her don't turn, touch the doorknobs. Okay. So, <laughs> so um but we've probably all been in a place where we had to wrestle with do I discipline uh, yes, it's that called child a, or not. It's called the Hollow Dogma Church. <laughs> <laughs> so um my main question is it, the the very culturally popular it takes a village. Uh what do you guys think about that statement, in, especially in light? So the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go. Um, and, you know, we, we do believe the gospel creates a New Testament church, a body of believers. Is the culturally popular It Takes a Village um, in line with the scriptural command to train up a child in the way they should go? Do, should Christians applaud people who discipline their children when they're not around? Should Christians balk at that? What are, what are you guys' thoughts? You need to call on. So, okay, so so I go first. And, and, and in going first, Nick, I will say you you made a statement at the beginning that I don't want to steal from you. So go ahead. In the question, it takes a village to raise a child. What was your response? You talking about in pre-show? Yes, uh, I absolutely agree with that, and I choose the village. Yes, you mean it depends get- on which village we're talking about. Yes, to, to to broadly say that we get to discipline one another's children because it takes a village, I think is is a drastic overreach. I agree with the statement in the sense of there is a group of believers which I have partnered with and and joined with that are my extended family. Really, if you yeah. if you want to take it to that extreme, that 
there are numerous people within if my kids are doing wrong, I would dog my church. Uh, thank you. Oh, edit point, edit point. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't let that slip in 98 episodes. I know. We, gotta, we can't we gotta let keep our guard street. down now. People might find us and come visit during but, the summer. And bring us plastic mascots Razor of football Razor teams. Pretty that, cool. Well, yeah. But it's not only that I would not have a problem with them calling my children into account. I would, some of them I would almost expect them. Like, if they didn't, I would be like, why did you not? Yeah. Not in the way that I would advocate parenting, but if I'm, if Lisa and I are serving elsewhere and kids are being crazy in the back, like I'd be like, take care. You know, that's not everyone everywhere, but there are plenty of people that I would expect it from. So anyway, pass it back. Okay, it's it's an excellent point. So I, I got a couple of statements on this. My statement number one is: I wonder if this situation at the random playground with people you don't know. Would it be the same if it had been a dad and not a mom <laughs> mm. disciplining the child? And I suspect it might have been a little bit different. And, and of course, that's because most. Um, are you saying that w- women are catty against each other and just? No, no, no. I'm saying that it, it would have been that if a dad had done it, people would have probably frowned, been more likely to frown at the dad, possibly overstepping their bounds. And, and, and plus, you know, this just, you know, like for instance, if you're a dad at a playground and you see a crying child on the ground, I, I don't know about you. My first instinct is to comfort that child and to try to take care of them. My second instinct is. Gee, somebody's going to think I'm a child molester or kidnapper. <laughs> I'm going to get the cops called on me. Exactly. Right. What so, kind of dad actually, are you? The appropriate response is, get up. You're not hurt. <laughs> now I might say that Chase has a, Chase has a little bit of a different approach sometimes. Or walk it off. <laughs> uh, you see my narrowed eyes staring at you. I that do. means I'm angry. I do see. Yeah. So my second response is, is the exact same response that Nick eyes. had. Is I, do, I agree in general that... I want the community I am part of, men and women that I trust my life to, to to have input in the life of my kid. I want them to correct, rebuke, etc. Now, do I want them to administer the spanking and things like that? No, that's my job. How do you define the, the community there? Uh, is that, that I anyone would say, who goes I, to your church? I would is say that, the church community of people that I'm tight with. Even that, oh, sorry, even that lady you don't like at your church? Well, not her. <laughs> uh, and not her friend but that came today. Now, who would that be today, Chase? <laughs> but what? you're defining uh, – you're, you're narrowing that down, not just like – anyone on the role of your church. That, 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 that's probably true. And honestly, if you have to ask the question, geez, am I part of that? Then you probably aren't. You may not be. Mm. But I don't have a problem with that's anybody a, that's a properly. For you, uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not. Look, <laughs> basically, uh, here's who can here's who can discipline. I, I don't Chase's have a problem children. with Chase, anybody. His wife, Janet and Brad. But, but <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But they need to correct them in the right way. Point to David. I, I don't want my kids to be corrected for, for a, a behavior that I would praise, for instance. The right way, and that is a good point because I – and that's narrowing that circle down. Number one, you know, I think someone needs to know if they're going to discipline my child. They need to know me well enough to know what I would approve of or disapprove of and how I would handle the situation. Um, you know, honestly, that's why I wouldn't if, – if I'm – I'm going to be careful, but I think if I'm at the playground and my son's in line for the monkey bars and yeah. some kid runs up and jumps ahead of him, I'm probably not saying anything to that kid. I'm, I'm probably yeah. not either. Your child I'm, is supposed to be the one who punches that kid in the face. <laughs> well, and also that at is, that – That is a, a 
Well, let me tell you what my let me tell you what my job is at that point. It's to explain. It, it is my son, and to instruct him on what happens when you suffer an injustice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. My responsibility is not to go tell that kid. It means you t- teach your kid to hand out vigilante justice. It's not to go tell that kid you shouldn't be doing. I don't know what it, his parents may teach him to jump in line uh, all the time. I mean, How would you guide Will through that lesson? <laughs> the the injustice of someone jumping yeah. in the. I mean. I mean, hey, son, sometimes things are going to happen that you, you know, you don't want to happen and you're going to go through injustice and someone jumping ahead of you is is injustice. And when that happens, you need to forgive. And how would you advise him to discuss it with the other person? Well, I wouldn't advise him to go punches lights out or anything is that what you're getting at you're driving to something i don't know what you're driving (laughs) i am and it's funny that you say driving because there is an incident in a parking lot Uh oh (laughs) what the lady that you verbally that you assailed for taking her parking space i almost kept it together like i was so close the elderly Dang, I just woman got ran just over. Just I just got ran. I just got. Yeah, that, look, that is a looking for a son. Of food. Listen, son, you know I want to. I want to explain to you how you should handle injustice. This is not how your father handles it. Your father, your father is going to <laughs> look. It was either going to be that, or I was going to say I could pretty much you know push nicely, your kids in a positive direction unless it was done there. sarcasm towards someone. Um, that was nicely done. You're welcome. Have you missed me yet, David? I, look, I now I, I want to do I want to do a little bit of a manual here and and explain why my misspelled word is not really misspelled. Nice. Uh, <laughs> as my son, as my son gets older, I mean, I do think there's an appropriate it, handling yes. of injustice that may involve going yes. and speaking to the person who is doing you the injustice. I, well, I agree. I have no problem what's, with that. I was just pointing out the. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I'm not into, I don't think I'm ready to incite um, uh, potential violence between nine-year-olds I think on I would, the playground. I think I would tell my son, if somebody cuts in front of you, suffer well. Don't say anything. Take it. Here's, if somebody cuts in front of your little sister, you probably should step in and say, that was not right. If, you shouldn't have stepped if in If someone of cuts Actually, in front of your wife who's been waiting in a driving around a parking lot for two hours <laughs> trying to find a, a spot so you guys can go and enjoy food, you you step in and say something to them. <clears throat> I don't know if I'd agree with that. That's of course not. The McConnell twist on my <laughs> Let me put on my, my counsel hat for a second. Oh, boy. <laughs> you it's get, Samford. You get what you allow. That's, okay. what, that's what you teach us. You get mm-hmm. what you allow. If you want to get walked all over through life and think that it's some kind of pious Christian uh, value and people are going to come to Jesus because you let them cut in front of line, you're wrong. Um, don't let people cut in front of you. Would you agree you're dealing with your child at that point, not I would, the other yeah, child? I would wonder why my daughter did not snatch whoever that was <laughs> by the back of the hair and proceed to, what have I done to wrong? kick them in the ribs. <laughs> Like here's well, here's the thing. Strong line jumping is a it's a it's a pet peeve for me. I can I, let look, a lot of I stuff go. Despise line. You can jumping. call me names. I'll let it go. You can you can you might even be able to push me, and I'll let I, I can let that go. But you jump jumping. in line, and what if somebody's giving you backs? That's Back even cuts. worse. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Because now you're giving me permission that you don't have for other people to cut was, in line. I was, look, I was but bringing what up the, what like, broad class of people. 
more than any others, and yes, I'm about to be stereotypical, what broad class of people are more likely to cut in line? Women. Women. Women is the answer to the question. Yes, thank you, especially women at restaurants. And here's the thing. If it's an attractive woman, I might let that go because... You know, have to look at while I'm in line. Book, or, I don't know. Emmanuel, it would be awesome. But I'll tell you who's not off the look, book, Grandma. Look, life is not fair. Certain <laughs> people get treated better. <laughs> yeah. All right, back Attractive to... Attractive women can have the parking space. <laughs> Grandmoms cannot. That's that's the David Emanuel ethics <laughs> I would agree guidelines. with that. Granny's got to walk. <laughs> Attractive woman, enjoy your meal. Look, let me say this. It if it was... Awesome. An, okay, let me, let me back up. The attractive woman would be a difficult situation because if you let her off the hook, your wife could accuse you of letting her letting her off the hook because she was attracted. That's, that, 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 that would be accurate. But, but if that you choose to roll your window down and try to engage conversation with the attractive woman to explain what she has done wrong, your wife can accuse you of talking to an attractive woman in the parking lot. It's dangerous. There's really there's a no win. To be there's da- no win. There's around. no win. I don't have that issue. Like there's my no wife doesn't the care when there. I find attractive women attractive. So I don't really have that issue. If she says, "Hey, you let that woman go in front of you because she's attractive," I'd say. Duh, <laughs> and that's not because your wife's name's Duh. It's that's no, like, yeah, that's it's like of course she has I a different did. name. She was unattractive, you know. Uh, I'd be if she looked like she'd been hit with a bag of nickels, and that's your quote from last week. <laughs> yeah, I'd be slinging her to the back of the line. All right, um, so, we we got off track somewhere. Uh, did, does anybody have any other thoughts? The beginning was, of was the show, anyone, I, when, when, <laughs> I don't know. if There's a way to recoup. We got off this track. Was this supposed to May be May 2014 is when you got off track. I believe so. Um, no, when Nick called you hypocrisy out, that's when you got off track. I did get off track. That was well done. I, I gotta, I gotta give him credit. He's taking he, that. But, but he, that was good. I feel like we should read a Bible verse. Or okay, something. does I'm sorry, I talked over you, Emmanuel. Yeah. Does anybody have anything else to share on the um, discipline of other people's children? I think it depends. Like line jumping is not big enough for me to 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 discipline another person's child. That's that's a my child issue. I discipline my child for letting somebody jump Agreed. in the line. Um, you, I, I don't have – here's the thing. People who say that they don't want somebody disciplining their children, they don't mean that in every situation. So if, if you say, I don't want somebody talking to my children, telling my church what to do, oh, well, if your, ch- your child is running in traffic, you want somebody to say, yeah. well, not my child. So everybody wants somebody's child to step in. You see a child, somebody else's child walking off with a stranger. Or they're saying, hey, this person is not my parent. Not my child. I'm not stepping in. So the truth That's is point. everybody wants another adult to step in. The question, the thing is we want to be selective about when <laughs> and what and how. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the a good truth point. of it. Unless you're Nathan Martin, where you just love disciplining other people's children. I tell you, Nathan, Nathan's, Nathan, Zing. Yeah. Nathan is on record saying that he has disciplined other people's children with the other yeah. people standing there because they weren't. And I think in, I would so. have less problem with my somebody doing that to my son. My, I have a, if I had a son, I have a daughter. Like, yeah, it's a little different. I'll probably plotting your murder if you do that to my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd smile then, but then I'll get your address later. I'm gonna go back to what I said. If I'm in the room, if I'm standing there, let me handle that. If you don't think I'm handling it right, you handle that with me. And that—that's yeah, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. basically just again. That's you don't know. Yeah. Like you don't know our rules. You don't. That I mean, you, at, at, that at is, some point, you're disciplining. For, I understand the you're walking off with a stranger heading toward the street, but then beyond that, like just rules of. You know, decorum in a room. You're disciplined from a point of view of what you consider to be a standard, and honestly, yeah. not 
everybody has those same standards, and exactly. I don't think it's your there, there's stuff that goes place on, to step in. There's stuff that goes on. When we visit the, the HOD church, it's like we just sit there and we just critique everybody's bad parenting. Because, <laughs> wow. That's a little we, alarming. <laughs> that's... <laughs> Because, 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 can't wait for you to come again. We should record a Gospel Friends After Dark where Emmanuel. Look, the conversations we have after we visit, we're like, we don't understand. It's like, what? They just let, they just let. Basically, we don't think any parenting happens at the HOD Church for the most part. That's um, funny. Well, Nick, actually, Nick, Nick actually does do parenting. Other than wow, and Chase's dun, Chase's dun, kids dun. are kind of old, so they they don't really. I would discipline, but I'm not paying attention. But mm. uh, but other I'm than pastoring, uh, other than Nick Jenkins, uh, wow, <laughs> it feels good. It's like a lot of positive affirmations. It is, you are. Oh, everybody's, trying to make, top, everybody's trying to make you feel good it because is, you've been gone no, for it, a while. Because I've seen I've seen Nick give the look, and, and you know <laughs> Nick doesn't play. I, I I got a lot of respect for Nick Nick's parenting acumen. But it also it's it's situation specific. Like I want my kids to be able to be kids, but there's a point where all right, it's time, and they know that most of the time. But that that has taken a while. To get there, yeah. one thing talking about situations I wouldn't wouldn't mind. One of our kids um, got cursed at, um, and by cursed at was called a name that is a curse. And my wife addressed that situation, but that was one of those times where you know this wasn't a kind of a personal inconvenience or a personal space. I mean, to me that that was one of those things I didn't mind. But I would also you know this is where maybe I'm chauvinist or whatever but i would also caution her to be careful how she does that because in the world in which we live people may react people towards crazy. her and and i but you know that was one of those scenarios where i didn't mind you know it's risky to discipline someone as it is kids, and that's and she really just addressed think, it hey you're not going to call her this that, actually let know. me say i think there's a yeah, I, I draw a line between disciplining someone else's child for a what you consider to be a see, misbehavior and someone attacking your kid. See, I mean, discipline there, to there's me, a difference to me. See, discipline to me in that. involves punishment, some sort of, not just a rebuke, but a consequence. Um, yeah. And so that's, I guess that's where there's... This actually happened to my wife once, this, this kind of situation where she disciplined someone else's child. So she's at the mall with a friend of hers who is overweight. Um, and this kid comes up to my wife's friend and starts calling her names because she's overweight. Mm. And I don't know where the kid's parents were or whatever. And this was like a little kid, like four or five, like mm-hmm. small child. But my wife lit into this kid um, for talking about her, her friend. This was not, obviously, this was not another child uh, talking to another child. This was a child talking to an adult. But she lit into him. And I was like, that was very gutsy. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know. The other parent, because um, other parent probably is a person who talks about other people. Um, but uh, I, I think that so it, it's a risky proposition to to get involved. That's why I keep my mouth shut when I come to your church. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think overall that that really what stood out to me was the whole take a village thing. And I, I think you, Emmanuel, you said something similar to what Nick did, and I think it sums up it. it I definitely I think there's a place for the body of Christ in shaping my kids and I, I actually I mean I want that to happen there there I want as I allow that and say that it should I want people to um, speak in the lives of my kids but you know I I do think I should get to pick those people and and pick 
that village and what it looks yeah. like. And, and, you know, again, um, I, I think there are some people and there's some people sitting here at the table who could look at my kids and go, your dad would not like that because you know me well enough to know and you know how I would handle the situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, outside of, of that, you know, and no, it doesn't take a village because, you know, the, the village may not be and, and the, the, at, at all the group of, you know, that you want your kids with. And, and, this, and this may not be true, but that saying is attributed as an old African proverb. Um, where people were actually living in a village, and a village mm-hmm. usually is is not going to be a huge, mm-hmm. um, and 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 also a village is maintained by people having to be uh, to cooperate to live. So people knew each other intimately. Mm-hmm. Um, village does not mean anybody in the vicinity. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Yep. So anybody with an earshot or eyeshot of of, the, mm-hmm. of said child, or as some presidential candidates would use it the government stepping in when they so choose to tell you what you need to do because you're not doing it right. Mm. Yeah. How you really feel about that? See, there are some instances where some of your kids, I would say, hey, you got to quit that. But that's exactly what I would do is I would yeah. say, hey, all right, we both know that's over the line. And yeah. I'd let you know and let you let you handle the discipline. But I don't know. And honestly, I've done that before. If I've disciplined in a situation, yeah. I've come to – yeah, somebody and say I come to one of you guys and say, "Hey, look, hey, let you know I got on so and so. Here's why they were doing this. Here's what was going on. Yeah, I, you know, and here's what, here's how I handled it. But um, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought just, I don't know. I just thought the lady was a little over the top. Yeah. Like I thought it was just a little over the top to and go. I think and, she's trying to fight right. back against that kind of modern day thing where like you don't want because when yeah. I grew up, the neighbors, even the ones that we didn't, basically, if an adult said something like. I was supposed to obey for the most oh, part. Yeah. Um, it didn't really matter. And if I came to my parent or adult came to my parent, that my parent was automatically taking the adult side. Where today mm-hmm. it's like, what did you say to my child? My child is always right because they're an angel that they would never do anything wrong um, except all the time when you're not around. And, <laughs> and so I think she probably was kind of uh, profuse <laughs> in her I praise. Did, I did discipline a kid that was in my yard one time. Um, he, he was he was always misbehaving over at our house. Like when he was in our yard, he was a neighbor kid. He would just come over and and um, he actually one day threw a rock at my daughter and hit her in the no, chest. No, no, no! Oh, and she fell oh, down. It's bad. And and I said something. Go ahead, go ahead and take out the bail money. Look, now. I, I said something. I said you're you're and he he was younger than her, but I said you know I went to discipline him to to get on to him and he looked at me and said my daddy says when i'm at your house i don't have to do what you say well you're not going to be here anymore <laughs> that was what i said i was like yeah. you go home and uh you know we'll i need to talk to your daddy yeah so <laughs> like i always say i don't like children i can't hit <laughs> so I, oh, oh dear i would stare at him with such an intense stare that it would turn his tidy whities into frowny brownies <laughs> did he just say that did you say frowny wownies? What did brownies? You? Frowny brownies. Frowny brownies. And title. Is that is that your uh, is that tough talk from Chase Thompson? That's right. Is that what you say if- next week on Tough Talk? <laughs> Chase Thompson. <laughs> that show has potential. Tune in next week. Tough talk. All right. Emmanuel's got the closeout segment today. Oh yeah, I do, don't I? I gotta pick something. Emmanuel, you gotta pick you had a, a little roulette of 
So there's a Beth Moore article that I that I really like. Mm. We went with uh, Beth Moore. But we don't have that much time. I think that take up a lot. And we've already <laughs> talked about, you know, we've already railed on women once today. So that actually yeah. gets like a, yeah, get us on the sexist watch list or something. Misogynists uh, are us. So, uh, Pew Research. Century. Well, this sounds pew, a little serious. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> oh yes, let's. And do you that just somewhere. made it unserious. Keep going, Amanda. <laughs> they um, and I'll just say up front, I usually dislike uh, polls. Um, in general, especially what's, who's the who's the people who do all the Christian polls all the time? Barna. Barna annoys me for some reason. I actually like Pew better than Barna, mm. but everybody goes to Barna for stuff. But I think his the way they ask, ask questions are they go to Barna because they usually agree with them. I, I don't know. I think I, I think I often disagree with Barna. But I'm saying other folks. Usually. Yeah. So anyway, you don't just the poll is the Religion in Everyday Life poll, which you can find at pewforum.org. Um, religion in Everyday Life. And and it just basically just takes what what do people who are highly religious what do they do in everyday life? And highly religious is defined as people who uh, say they pray daily and attend religious services at least at least once a week. That would exclude some people from your church, wouldn't it? Uh, well, let's go through the list, David. <laughs> David just preached about that today. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Get. Uh, Get David's blood pressure up. So that's what highly religious versus not highly religious. Um, and that's just everybody else. Um, like Chase. Mm-hmm. And I won't go through Nick. all of these. And But what they found was, I'll, I'll go through the, the bigger thing, was that highly religious Americans are happier and more involved with family, but are n- uh, no more likely to exercise, recycle, or make socially conscious consumer choices. Um, we do not recycle in my home. Um, I do some recycling. I don't do as much as I want because I'm lazy. Um, but well, no, I don't even. I don't even think I care enough to like. I would like to recycle plastic water bottles because we we do drink a lot of bottled water, and I, I I think recycling plastics is cool, but not cool enough for me to like go like go out of my way to do it. Um, good luck, Earth. But. Uh, <laughs> Mm. <laughs> so, my thought, my thought is nothing's going to happen in my lifetime. So, so for instance, <laughs> might as well just whatever. Man. Exactly. Good luck, daughter. Uh, yeah, you, you, I'm all for my kids recycling. It may be a problem for them. So, um, <laughs> family life and overall happiness. Um, so, what what percentage would you say that highly religious people would uh, say that they uh, Gather with extended family at least monthly, <laughs> like two percent. <laughs> most That's, most religious people I know don't like their family. That's I, why yeah. they love the well, church. You gather with your extended. Family I like my family all the time. I like my too, family too much in my estimation, but that's just me because I don't like being with. I like my family at a distance. Emmanuel's just upset because I I miss his small group a lot because I have birthday parties to go to. Everybody he has to go to like parties. third cousin birthday parties. Yeah. grown men's <laughs> birthday parties. It's like it's so and so's forty sixth birthday. I got to be there. Well, the like, McConnell Ledbetter clan takes takes birthdays seriously. I know. It's just like I think it's because they're from the South. I am so blessed that God didn't not put like me the in rest that family because I don't because I, I don't like celebrating. We birthdays. consider you part of the family, man. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have to go to your stuff. Like, look, me and my wife are already debating on one on a daughter's one year birthday parties because I hate one year birthday parties and she thinks they're cute. Um, but I'm pretty anti birthday party in general. But anyway, I can tell that I, I discerned it. So <laughs> took a lot of spiritual gifting there, huh, Thompson. <laughs> Heavy. I, I just like going to stuff in general. 
uh, as Homer Simpson once said, that 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 poet and philosopher, it's better to watch stuff than to do stuff. I don't want to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that's the words of wisdom. That is hilarious. Um, so, forty-seven percent of religious, highly religious people gather with extended family at least monthly. Hmm. Um, not religious people, thirty percent. Um, very happy family. with the way things going or the going in life. What, what, what's the percentage? What percentage of highly religious people are happy? With very way, happy. Very with happy with the way things are going in life. Forty percent. Forty percent is is the exact number. Oh wow, that okay. is impressive. Good job. Twenty nine percent for the highly religious. Fire. I am. And uh, very satisfied with family life. Highly, so I, what be. percentage of highly religious people are very satisfied with family? Forty eight percent. Well, if you ask me, it's higher. Whoa, good. Forty higher than forty eight percent. Way yeah, way higher. Really? Yeah. Uh, okay. Seventy. Seventy four percent. Nice. Wow. Yeah. A lot of people are Beautiful. lying. See, that's their wife <laughs> yes, was watching are. while they were <laughs> like, my wife is looking at me. I can't answer this question correctly. Um, or no, the wife wanted to fill in the survey, and he said, just put something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and in my in my experiences counseling marriage people, the wife is usually the more dissatisfied person. So usually, if I'm counseling a couple, I ask on a one scale on on a scale of one to ten, rate your marriage. The wife is usually lower, hmm. um, generally because their expectations are higher. My wife would just be upset and only went to ten. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, is ten the highest I can go? Um, okay, volunteering and community involvement. Um, Obviously, you know, highly religious people are going to be higher than that. So, volunteered in the past week. Mm. What's the percentage? Volunteered in the past week, highly religious people. Um, 23%. Yeah, I was going to go to the 30s. That's actually closer to the not religious people. Really? Yeah. Here's the thing people who are not religious talk a lot about doing things, but they don't actually do stuff. No, see, I consider people who are religious to talk a lot about doing things and not <laughs> well, doing them. No, we volunteer. We just don't volunteer in ways that other people think we should. That's a, Okay, that's... Oh. Okay, that's... People who people want Christians to volunteer in a very specific way. Like, I don't go to soup kitchens. I have done that before. Um, but that's the thing. So it's... it's. I don't know what they... So what was the number for highly religious? 45%. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, Almost half. Think about it. Mission mission trips, uh-huh. um, doing uh, out outreach for the poor, do blanket things. Um, you guys have a food pantry where you that 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 I will consider that volunteering. Um, yeah, in, in a I way, would too. you're serving the community. We don't make people. Chase Chase emptied out the coffee pot this morning after church, so he'd probably mark that down as he volunteered this week. I did. If it's I not his job, he volunteered for it. Yep. It's not my job. Yeah. Whose job is it? Faith family. It's everybody's job. Uh, the holiday at church. Love people. <laughs> Donated it money might be time. My job next week. <laughs> did you hear? Did you hear him? Nick. Donated money time oh, or did. goods to the poor in the past week. Chase, you want to get that one? In donated, the past week? Yeah, donated money time. Money time or goods to the poor in the last week. I'm going to go 19%. Wow. It's higher. You don't, really? See, but I wonder if people are considering their tithe in that. That's well, they should. True. Depends on the church. Are you That's saying you're true. poor? Uh, well, I'm poorer than I want to be. And see, Aren't I, we all. And I don't, I don't have the internals to see what they... What, the money to the church doesn't go to me. Well, it doesn't go to me. We're looking over here. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the internals to know what they mean by volunteering or yes, donated, ti- or donated money and time. See, that's what sixty-five percent for highly religious, forty-one percent for non-religious. Um, the thing I hate about these services is it's always how you parse the question. 
Yeah, and usually, usually surveys will have the, we call it, you call them internals where you can see how they yeah. asked the question and what they considered, um, the, how they defined money, time, or goods. Yes, see, that's um, I didn't look to find the internals because um, I didn't want to. Um, let's see. <laughs> I do think that's still uh, fuck you. Time I, I think that, that's a good topic, um, but how about this? The whole one? the tithing that that's not giving. That's not giving, and it is giving money. depending on because giving to, to the, the, poor. the poor. If you're in a if you're in a denomination, your you're giving most certainly goes to some kind of fund to to help the poor. Um, like I didn't give to anybody poor this week. Um, I did donate to a missionary. Um, I don't know if they qualify as. I don't know what poor means in this in this poll. Um, so. Okay, lost. Mean, poor means you, you don't have an iPad it, Pro. <laughs> yeah. Who's poor at this table? Yeah, Raise your hand. You still have an iPad. That'd be like Nick. That'd iPad be David. Two. That'd be Emmanuel. Hmm. Yeah, you're still on that third generation iPad. <laughs> you, you know. Wait, does your wife know about the iPad Pro? Because actually, on one early episode of the Gospel Friends, you had bought a new iPhone and your wife didn't know about it, <laughs> and, and and didn't get her one, and then had to go back and get her one. I don't know who y'all are talking to. That explains the answer. buy one, get one free on the current device. Yeah. Right. So interpersonal interactions. Lost temper in the past week. Oh, All of oh. them. <laughs> this was actually pretty, it's pretty close to the to the, to the the high, not uh, highly religious people. Not highly religious, 43%. Highly religious, 41%. Oh, come on. It's a bunch of liars. Who, who, who has not lost their temper in the past What's the week? percentage of people that are li- have lied in the last week? This is polls. making me furious. <laughs> it didn't say, I, I think lost temper is different from who got angry. Because oh, I, yeah, I got angry this There's a righteous week. anger, Chase. I have not lost my temper. So that means hmm. I haven't. Broke, I, would, I would agree with that. I, I haven't broken anything I just or called anybody names. It's a comedy show after or all. struck anyone in the last week. So, um, told a white lie in the past week. Well, what exactly Christian, is a white lie? It's a lie that Christians uh, have told themselves it's okay to tell. Like Caucasians. when somebody calls your house, they I say I'm not here. I right, just make or, sure you weren't being racist over there. No, Caucasian wow. Christians. No. Although in general, if you if you want to stack the lies that people have told by race. You know, you think you think you think, oh you think a, a whitey should be on top? Here you can oh live on boy. Here you can live on this land, Native Americans. Oh no! Anyway, moving oh, right it's along. Getting real. We'd like to apologize to all the Caucasians <laughs> listening to the show right now. Just apologize to Nathan Martin. He's the only one who's going to be upset by that. Um, <laughs> Man, we are going out with total like, white <laughs> out in flames. Total white lie in the past. Burning week. the hall of dogma down. <laughs> Uh, what told a white line last week? We know Se- Nathan loves the seventy percent, thirty eight percent will admit it. Oh, okay. that's closer to the thirty nine percent. Was the number for highly religious people? Not highly religious people, forty five percent. So we're close in that. We're seven percent better than lost people. This is awesome because white line encompasses a lot. And there's, I I will say Christians don't generally consider a lot of things lying, like tax lies. Oh. David, we need to change the church. Are you really using that home? Are you really using that home office as a home office one hundred percent of the time? Are you really, really? You don't do anything else in an office except for business things. Hmm. Liars. (laughs) Um, Let's. I'll skip health, diet, and exercise because we know how these people are all fat uh, in the South, at least. But Chase wants to hug you. 
I guess he I does. wants to stop mean, being mean to people that struggle with, with those arms things. Wide open. And actually, the health diet stuff is pretty much consistent with the non-religious people. Why? Um, the numbers are close. <laughs> Social consciousness. Consider employee wages in purchasing decisions. You might as well just get out Wait. the Rob Bell for this. all this stuff. This okay, is, I'm ready. So how many, what's percentage of highly religious people considered employee wages when you go shopping? So if somebody's none. making what none, yeah, no, oh, it's, it's pretty much actually four. okay. It's actually, actually go I'm ahead. gonna say I'm gonna say a percent because I actually know a guy who does that. Did really, just this week. Yeah. Do we know him? Yeah, Deanie, who? Josh? No. Who, who is it? Oh, uh, Josh. Probably. Well, Josh doesn't really own a business right now. No, it's not oh. about him owning it. It's, it's, where, it's you, where you shop. Yeah, like where you shop. Oh, I thought you yeah, were talking. the employees yeah, make. You consider like the employees. Oh, oh, not your employees. I thought it was a business owner. Yeah, no, you're, no, 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 yeah, no, no, other people's employees. Yeah, hopefully business owners consider how much their employees That's what make I was talking make. about. Well, yeah, we should all consider that sort of yeah. thing. Well, I don't know that we are. Well, most of us should. Okay, so you're talking about. aren't. I'm going to go shop there because, or are you thinking about how much the people are making there? Yeah. So what's the answer? Zero. Yeah, it's like it's it's literally zero. It's twenty eight percent. That's a lot. They, they all, and they all read Path Pathios blog. <laughs> they uh, made me a buddy. Yeah. But here's the thing: not religious people, twenty six twenty six percent. So nobody does it. Yeah, no, I, nobody I mean, really for, does that. Five percent. No, I know maybe. people who probably would do that if they thought somebody was being underpaid. They wouldn't shop there. I don't believe in people being underpaid because this is America and you can go work somewhere. That's why else. Christians don't tip well. Um, Christians me. should tip well. That is a pet peeve. Of I mine. do. I do tip. Well. I am a solid well. three percenter. Uh, Haley, shout what out percent? to three. Shout out to you. Three. Haley. Yeah, it used to be two, but then my sister in law started. She was a waitress, and I got to you know Somebody understand the plight. Yeah, Haley would probably want you to tip forty percent everywhere. Um, I'm just kidding. Get I some skills, than, and you won't have to worry about more than how three. much you tipped. How about that? Oh no! Um, Can a manual? <laughs> I've been getting in a lot of these tip conversations. Emmanuel is is working. He he see he's getting <laughs> no, ready I after just, episode 100 to launch his own podcast. I just podcast. got an argument about tipping last week with a guy who everything said, according to the general. And this person said that you should when you go pick up a pizza, like not delivered, but you order a pizza and go pick it up, carry out. Yeah, you should tip. Mm. And I was I like, you're an idiot. No, and it, and he was really like adamant and angry about it. It's uh, like you're a horrible person. I, if I you like, tip I in those situations, that. you're. And, and you I was agree like, with that? No, I agree with that. Like I've that's too much. Yeah, it's like I'm giving the business owner to underpay his staff. I've been like given that. a tip receipt in the drive-through window at you know a restaurant before. No, we like, all have. Yeah. Like I go pick and I. I go pick up. Well, in fairness, pick a lot of those are pizza. probably one type of receipt print. And yeah, well, I go pick up my pizza so because that. I don't want to tip a driver, and you have to pay that stupid two dollar delivery fee now, which we didn't even go to the driver. Um, you have to. But okay, um, so I'm out of range of most pizza deliveries. You have to pay a driver fee and yeah. then tip. There's if you order online, there's a two dollar delivery, delivery fee. fee that doesn't go to the driver. I don't even know what it's for, and then tip. And I'm like, I'm no. not doing it. No, 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 no. So I haven't had a pizza delivered in, in forever. Crazy. Okay, sorry. So pizza like I said, we're out of range. Good. So it's and pizza people don't make less than minimum wage. They make they make a fair wage. They're not making two sixty five an hour like waitresses are. Um, now if you order from a sit down restaurant and then go pick it up, that's different. Like if you order from Jim and Nick's, I think you should tip. If Absolutely. You go, if you, you go pick tip. up, you should tip well. 
Let's get off the tipping thing. So <laughs> David's uncomfortable. We've talked about transgender I'm sweating. Uh, suicide and but David is uncomfortable with the tipping. In this room? Let me let me tell you this. I, <laughs> here's what I'd like to it's see America do. I, I would I'd like I would like to see America adopt get the, rid of tipping. I'd like to see them adopt the Hong Kong practice because when we were in Hong Kong Actually uh, it's most of the world. Jack, most okay. of the world doesn't do when Hong Kong London they don't tip go to a restaurant seventy three. Go to a restaurant. Now, number one, you call the waitress or waiter when you want them. They don't come until you wave at them and say, hey, I'd like for you to come over. I like that. They come yeah. over, get your order. If you want something, you wave them. They'll, they'll get, but they are paid a full wage, and, and, and it's not culturally you don't tip. Them. Yeah, I, I so, think that's like better. I'm for everyone being paid well. Just don't leave it up to me. Like, just write it into my bill. And there are some Don't leave it up to me US, to decide. Um, I, well, I think, but yeah, well, that goes back to capitalism, and you know the businesses want to have more of the profit, and so they well under- restaurants pay, are under- tough. Restaurants mm-hmm. are the hardest businesses to keep afloat because the overhead is so high, and I think that's the reason for a lot of that. I was listening to a, I listened to a Freakonomics podcast, which if you're not, you should be because um, it's awesome. Um, but they had a thing, and there are some guys who are trying to do that. They're paying their waiters regular staff. Uh, uh, regular staff pay as opposed to the 265 waiter type pay because they're pushing that movement of let's just get rid of tipping um, which I'm for I'm also for Um, the prices are going to be a little bit higher on the food which I don't which I'm fine with I'm fine too like like working in I just don't want to do math when I go eat yeah regardless we I want fair wages for wait staff absolutely so. And I think you would get a fairer wage if you didn't leave it up to me. <laughs> Apparently, Mister Three Percent McConnell. I'm kidding. I'm a twenty percent that. tipper. That's that's kind of like my would, baseline. I will say it was a lot easier back in the day when the standards were ten percent or double the tax, if, and if, then if, it got confusing when we yeah. upped it to. If I like 30. if I like my waiter or waitress, I tip more than twenty percent. You know, and usually I tip more if you leave me alone. Like I don't. If you come check on me like every three minutes. Like that annoys me. That must don't be let hard my drink. For a waiter or a waitress. Don't let my drink get empty. Don't bother me, and make sure I actually get my food. Yeah. Like I'm good. That's your that's your criteria. Yeah, this has I, been a good segment of. No, one of the restaurant. I, I love morals. Food. And one of the, the times we went, I did not get my food. Like ever? No. Yeah, you're probably not going to get a tip there. No. So here's the, here's the last one: recycling whenever possible. Did we cover that? No, we, I, we led with that, but we oh, okay. got to talk about the percentages. Okay. Recycling. When, Chase, do you recycle? Yeah. Uh, and the question is, whenever possible, not like going out of your way to recycle, but whenever possible. Do y'all use cloth diapers at your house when your kids were young? No. Oh, well, that's a recycling. It is. We don't recycle everything, but you know, the city, uh, our city, your city, recently adopted a, a recycling thing. Like you, it's like a, a sixty-gallon thing. You fill up, and they pick it up every they two did. weeks. So we totally did. Could that. you could you explain to me, like, bef- what what does your before that happen? What was your recycling practices? What did we've recycled like? before, but not uh, really? in the past. I have I have saved aluminum cans. You saved them. Yeah. Did you actually do anything with them? Yeah, I saved them at the parsonage, and mm-hmm. when they built up to about five trillion, I took mm-hmm. them over to the uh, the aluminum recycling place, and they gave me uh, twenty three cents for uh, it. Did you, Did you do that every time? Did you take them to the start recycling place every time you save five trillion? Um, no. Okay. 
That would explain why. Are you, are you still finding a little? That would explain why apartment? part of the cleanup <laughs> involved me hauling off about nineteen thousand aluminum cans. Which, by the way, garbage bags don't last as long as aluminum cans. That's that's unfortunate. <laughs> so that's when you pile the five million notes, aluminum cans yeah. in a garbage bag, and the garbage can, the garbage bag biodegrades. Well, you got my twenty three cents then. That should make <laughs> no, you happy. I put them in the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> you put bags of aluminum cans in a dumpster? I did. Oh, Are you man. even a Christian? I, <laughs> not according to Emmanuel. <laughs> well, I don't recycle and I, I struggle yeah. with tipping, so yeah. I guess not. We, well, I'm glad Jesus loves me and I'm valuable and important and by golly, somebody should hug me. <laughs> Growing up, we, recycled. Again, we didn't have enough money to, for gas for our car, so we had to recycle cans for gas money. But now that I'm older, I don't recycle I do collect stuff if somebody else wants to recycle. So if like if somebody I know recycles metal and cans, I'll save them for you. That's good. Um, they don't I, give you jack from aluminum cans. I'm telling you, I brought I brought just tons, and you didn't get. I, I was you're listening at and how you, little and it you was. recycle metal. I've got a pile of metal at the house right now. Um, okay. Well, if he still listened, Kevin would be on his way. Oh, he, he recycles metal. Oh, let him know. I've got some pipes running to the house. I've got some chrome. I've got I've got copper. Oh, copper. Don't say that's, that. That's, the good that's stuff. like the Don't say that in Alabama. Of metal yeah, recycling. That's the creme de la creme. He doesn't live in Alabama. He lives in creme de la creme, Arkansas. The football player? Go um, look go to Arkansas and look for a manual. Forty seven percent of highly religious people say they recycle whenever possible. That's hmm. forty six of not of non highly religious people. So highly so. religious people are more environmental than non-religious people. Well, in your face, atheists. I will say, <laughs> I, I, mate. I, I will say, as a, this is going to come back on me, but I, oh, I actually think Christians should be more concerned about the environment. Uh, I agree are. with you. I, I, if you do, I don't want to be guilted into it. So no, like, I don't there was either. this big push when I was in seminary. It started among Christians. You know how Christians always have to have like a Christian equivalent to whatever the world's oh, yeah. doing? And there was this big like creation care campaign. I remember and that. it actually made me stop recycling because I just <laughs> just hated it so much. That's your rebellious side. Emmanuel is such a contrarian. That love was it. like that was the whole like that was what God made us for His glory and yeah. put us over creation. So now, I think I like give me some paint with VOCs. <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna drink only bottled water now. N- none of that Brita recycled water filter stuff for me. I'm just gonna buy bottled water. Emmanuel, if you were my age, you would know the crying Indian and he would have convinced you to take better care I of the I do know who Earth. the crying Indian is. Oh, the, uh, you can't look at the crying Indian and not ca- take care of the planet. It's very effective. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. That crying Indian is powerful. By the way, I'm not <laughs> saying that to love the environment that Christians need to buy into Voodoo science on. Interesting. I, yeah, I yeah, hate yeah. I hate litterers just as much as I hate line jumpers. Like I don't like litterers. I'm not wow. an environmentalist, but I don't like plastic in my in my in my river. I don't like people throwing things out of the car, moving cars, trash out of the car. Yeah, let me tell you, people do that a lot in front so I don't of a like church. The, yeah. Mm. Usually, beer, a lot of beer cans they throw out in front of the church for some. They reason. do, man. And I would pick them up sometimes and put them in my car and then forget to take them out. And people would get in and they'd be like, well, you've been drinking beer in the car? No, I picked them up in front of the church building. Yeah, don't do that. You and if you don't throw beer in front of the church, just throw beer. Like full cans. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, okay. This, this is what we're going to end with because I, th- I found Thank this was God. fascinating. <laughs> this is not social stuff. So it didn't involve tipping, David, so you'll be comfortable answering. Okay. Um, belief in God, gratitude, forgiveness, 
it's it's those kind of things. Belief in God. It's it's that kind of uh, what percentage of highly religious are, people have belief are, in God? These are okay. yes, these are I essentials. You hold really kind of high there. <laughs> these are what these are what highly um, highly religious people see as essentials of what it means to be a Christian. Okay. So belief in God. What's the percentage? <laughs> Uncomfortably low. It's 100%? <laughs> it's not low. Essentials to what it means to be a Christian. Believing in God. Uh, I hope 7, 70%. Higher than 70, lower than 90. Oh. 80. 86%. Okay, so okay. there's 14% of highly religious people that don't believe who don't God. believe it's essential to believe in God. Well, most we most people also, also read Pathios. Um, <laughs> or write for it. Hey, or, 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 zing! Or that's true. Um, and HuffPo. Okay, we are just like percentage striking them out. And these are on a, these none are of those a, places are going to sponsor us now. We're Bing. emptying the guns as we go out. Okay, do you do you know what we want to know what came in second? What came in second under believing God for essentials to what it means of being a Christian? Um, this came in second with seventy one percent. Love one another. <laughs> no, love is not. Second, that would have really been is. good. Interesting. Had that been there, um, oh. not fidelity to the Bible. Church attendance. Oh, that's that's lower. Not church attendance. Tithing. Church attendance is almost toward the bottom. I knew it. Forgiveness. David Sermon nope. told me that. Forgiveness is right up under this one at sixty nine percent. I don't know. Yeah, I'm striking. Being grateful for what you have comes in second as an essential for at seventy one percent. Being grateful. That's interesting. interesting. The Bible does talk about being thankful a lot, and yeah, it does, particularly gratitude. in the Psalms. Content. Uh, who, who does, the Bible actually says, "Bring your, bring your request before the Lord with thanksgiving." So you're, yeah, you're, you're even it. as you pray, but what's funny to about, God for your request, it should be with thanksgiving. So what's funny is everything that comes after these, because these are on a on a on a, on a scale. So forgiveness, I already said, is sixty nine percent out under that. Right under forgiveness is being honest at all times at sixty seven percent. So twenty three percent of us and and look, I don't know what they mean by honest at all times. Does that mean if you're hiding Jews and Nazis are knocking at your door, you should be honest? We should do that. That should be a topic. Um, we, honesty. Yeah. If you if you were hiding the Jews, would I, you have? I would lie. Would you lie? I also would lie. Yeah, I would lie. Especially I'm hiding a bunch question. of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff less valuable than Jews that I lie about um, when I'm hiding them. I'd just like to put a disclaimer Wait, on no, no. this. I'm, I was no, I was parsing the sentence. That, you know, the people are valuable. That, I think it ultimately it was a good. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, he he it, just, it just okay. For, right. uh, how about this? We're going to get on so many watch lists. Oh gosh! How about, how about this? Sneaking your own food into the movie theater—that's that's dishonest. Oh, Christians, are you doing that? You're a liar. How many of you? Wait, how is it dishonest? That? Like if because they tell you're not you no, no food. How do you drinks? know you're? Well, what if you don't see a sign that you're not supposed? to? Are you everybody not seeing it because you don't look? Oh, everybody knows. Um, I don't know. Do they have signs to really say that? Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing: because the movie theaters, that's how they read. make their money. They don't make any money on the movies. <laughs> they make it. The on studios movies. make money on the movies. That's they true. make it on selling you uh, twenty dollars for ten bucks. Yeah. That's a good question. I have been. What about pirating software off the internet? Chase. Bad. <laughs> Bad. Chase from uh, 
15 years ago. What's your answer to that? <laughs> the more the it, merrier. It <laughs> the chase of 15 years ago is the most notorious. I think there's a religious exception for pirating Photoshop. Uh, <laughs> Photoshop, Jesus is cool with. Everything else, you're wrong. Well, Front as page. long as at least 50% of your use of Photoshop is for church presentation <laughs> material, that's the thing. Then it's okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, here's, here's what came right up under being honest and forgiving and being grateful of essentials. Praying regularly at 63%. Huh. Regular prayer. Chase, how does that make you feel that 37% of highly religious people don't believe you should pray? That is an astoundingly low number. Does it mention how, how many, many of them? heathens? Does it, does it mention how many of them pray out loud? No, it does not. <laughs> That's just assumed, right? you got to pray out Better. loud or it doesn't count. And ain't praying if you're not praying out loud. Uh, you know, a t-shirt for, there. for Chase. <laughs> Working to help the poor and needy. What percentage you get think that fell into as an essential? Seventy six. No, it's 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 gonna, it's gonna be it's lower. It's going lower and lower. Yeah, going lower and okay, seventy seven. Fifty two. That's actually where I was going to get. Nick is actually that's on, pretty he, good. Nick, Nick actually on. He's Nick. Nick is in tune with. No, 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 no. Here's the media. Here's the prototypical Christian, apparently American Christian. That's right. Um, committing to spend time Only with God the family. Um, if you're David McConnell, forty seven. If you know David McConnell, it's like ninety nine percent. Guy can't catch a break. <laughs> he has to go. He has to go to work to get a break, and he only does that four days a week. Wow! Wow! I know. What happened? Where? Why am I getting shots fired? No, it's a sympathy for me. I don't. I'm not making fun of you. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Gospel Friends. David's tapping out. Oh, that's funny. Uh. Allison's going to kill me. Um, I think everybody's I do not know how to land the plane today, now, by the show. Way. Huh? I don't know how to land the Reading plane. the Bible, what percentage are you going to go with that? If it's going down, Man, it's getting sad. Um, it, it's just, all these are lower and lower. So so we're at 52% for working the... To, 46. Uh, lower than 46. 42. Really? 42 is it. Reading nice. the Bible. Boom. Not that, you know... On the, I don't know if I disagree with it, though. Because there are a lot of Christians who we revere who didn't have a Bible. Well, you don't have to read the Bible to get saved because... You, uh, you don't. Nope. No, you don't. You need the gospel to get faith saved. Faith comes by hearing. Yeah. You just need the message of the gospel. You hear you the Bible to, have to be saved. That's good news There's for... Some irony to me. That the, tell that to Paul who did not have a Bible. Yes. Or but, Abraham or David but, but or... Paul was kind of writing the Bible. Abraham. Well, yeah, but he didn't that? have a whole deal, though. But... but, but he didn't. He didn't have First Peter. He had. He had a hookup though. He didn't have Revelation. He did have Revelation. He had direct Revelation. <laughs> is it ironic to the sci-fi nerds that the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe, and everything forty-two is reading the Bible? Anyway? Oh, I see that. Okay. Wow. Hey, I, I don't Okay. Oh, no, I was just. I don't think Nick's going to be back next week because <laughs> I, I think we're at like three hours and. We only had him on contract from yeah. his other podcast. This is all he's got. We are, two, we are two, closing in on for two. two. For two hours. Yes. Are we cutting it another podcast time right now? Uh, attending religious services, what's the percentage? 36. I'm not going to talk. Es- essential. I'm playing Chase from 97. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> 36. 35. 35. Here's what's interesting about that because Did you these, know are, only half these are of those responses people actually for go to highly religious basis, people. Though. Which are which are defined as people who uh, attend a service at least once a week, <laughs> and even those people think that attending religious services are are essential. 
I would agree. See, I preached that this morning. We've redefined what it means. I would to be say a there's. I would, I would put that at fifty percent. I think thirty five is low. Um, you, you guys know I dislike retin- uh, attending religious services, um, <laughs> especially ones that involve baby dedications. Um, Coming next week to the Hall of Dogwood Church, Emmanuel. The general does baby dedications. Um, let me just look through Shocking. some of these. Uh, <laughs> this is a good one. Helping out in your congregation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> we already know that a low phone. We already know that I think what they say, what, 15, 20, uh, 15% of the people do 85% of the work or something like that? Or? It's 20, 80. 20, 80. Yeah. yeah. Is that the Pareto principle? Yeah. Well, guess what this number is? 20, 28%. 28. Uh, <laughs> Helping out in your congregation. Dressing modestly. Uh oh. Uh oh, Chase. Uh, low. My lustful self is actually you. glad this one is low. <laughs> By the way, that is that is. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not satire. Not, not satire. No, it's when you say something you don't really mean as a sarcasm. Oh, sarcasm. It's, sarcasm. That's what it was. <laughs> that elevator music <laughs> you just heard. Speaking, of, <laughs> speaking yeah. of this subject, so in my class, y'all know I, I teach. Um, College kids, and this one one person blurted out that he dislikes women who wear cross necklaces and let them dang in their dangle in their cleavage. Um, so we we had a discussion about cross cleavage in class the other week. Um, so stop that, ladies. It's not it's not holy. Hey guys, I'm back. Uh, I had just went outside to uh, check on the kids. What, what yeah, happened? what did I miss? Nick Manuel. Yeah, revelation. We let Nick and Emmanuel be in charge. What happened while we were gone? Everything's probably cool. We will sure we'll fine. close on that one. I, I, you know, <laughs> Nick. But here's the thing: that's not Nick, a Christian. Nick has like 19 edit points. Modesty is not essential <laughs> to being a Christian, but if you're not modest, you're not being very thoughtful of. Your brothers and sisters in Christ. Oh no, I agree with the, that. The common internet wisdom is that. Well, I'm gonna shut up. Well, the way he put it, it was brothers hours. and sisters in Christ. He didn't distinct single out the boys. Indeed. Good yeah. job, indeed. I, I have been known to make women stumble in my day. Let's just say that I cover my guns up. <laughs> I have been known to make wisdom. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this episode of The Gospel Friends has been brought to you by Thorazine. For prompt control of senile agitation, choose Thorazine. (laughs) Wow. Um, Which is not the same as Florazine. That's an actual um, ad from this. I'm not life. sure the plane that? so much landed as it crashed. Um, Actually, no, it's just not on the radar. They're searching for the white boxes. <laughs> it's like Too the Hulk soon? at the end of Age of Ultron. Dude, that. I, oh, what's it? What? Just it saying. happens all the time. Well, okay. Okay. When, Did a plane recently go missing? Well, a couple of years ago. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Gospel Friends. God Don't forget. Bless your patience. You can contact us. At Twitter, on Twitter, dang it, I haven't done this in a while. On the Twitter, at my gospel friends, if for some reason you would like to join us <laughs> and the motley crew of individuals we've described throughout the show and/or uh, railed on, uh, hit us up at the Hall of Dogma on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/group/slash Hall of Dogma. If you would like to join in the fray, you can feel free to leave us a voicemail two zero five five seven five nine seven three five or speak pipe us at speakpipe.com Wait, what slash is, what. Peak, peak. Did you say speak, speak pipe? pipe? Okay, us Thank you. at speakpipe.com slash the gospel friends. Gospel friends. As always, thanks to the wonderful Sean Lombard and the uh, erratic 
Jeff Hendricks. What's the name of their show? ADD Masterminds. ADD Masterminds. Dun, dun, dun. Um, the title says it all. At Funky think, Stick Man. They haven't recorded in a while, though. I think that their last episode. Were they following our lead? Yeah, they hadn't recorded since like March, I think. So, <laughs> so uh, all sorts of fun characters you can meet at the Hall of Dogma. Um, th- I think that's it for now, unless anyone has any parting shots. I've Lord said, knows we've started. <laughs> you want to do some more segments? I've, I've said enough. Uh, <laughs> all right. Then. Yeah, you. you. This is one of the, I'm glad I'm not on Twitter. I'd get a lot of <laughs> I get a lot of. Uh, is there a disclaimer we can do that uh, thoughts and opinions? <laughs> we need to consult our lawyer. Thoughts and opinions shared on the show are not necessarily the. Uh, yeah, something. The we need more than one lawyer, too. <laughs> All right. Well, All four of us need one. We've oh. said a lot this week, but tune in next week when you may hear David say. Well, I'll go home, have a cold beverage, and get me a Houston bacon and tomato sandwich. <laughs>